It's Friday night, and time for Derby, Derby Panther, Panther Football. 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 Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Once again, Panther fans, it's Friday night. We're in quarterfinals uh, week. Uh, we got Coach Clark and Coach Wietrich with us. Guys, last week we had a, a pretty good night against Lawrence in a really rainy conditions. Coach Clark, talk to us about uh, your offense, your special teams, and we'll let Coach Wietrich talk about his defense. I'll start off with special teams. Last week, uh, you know, played fairly decent, um, but but not not that good, not not to our standards. Um, we let a punt return uh, go back for a touchdown, which was very disappointing. Um, up up until that that punt return, we have allowed zero yards of, of punt returns, and then all of a sudden they they pop off a punt return um we we've got to do a much better job of that of, of tackling of or stingers getting down there and not not allowing him to catch the ball making him fair catch it uh, so that, that that was uh very disappointing their uh their punt team um it, it was it was kind of different we had to keep our defense on the field and uh we were nervous about the fake a lot so uh we we really didn't have too much success on our punt return uh, our kickoff return did all right we kind of miscommunicated a couple times with the, they were just kicking it short you know when you have when you have Dylan and Hubbard back there you know everybody's going to kick it short and uh, that's what they did and um we we didn't communicate well on short calls and um but our 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 return is still usually we usually got it you know but 40 or 50 yard line which is which is okay you know i mean when you got 60 yards versus 80 yards to take it down the field that's all right and then kickoff uh we got to get a lot better in kickoff first ball placement uh where, where the kickoffs go and then uh tackling uh missed a couple tackles a couple you know just wide open tackles and and just whiffs so we got to get better on kickoff too so a little disappointed on our special teams obviously we recovered that that kickoff which was a huge play but uh it, it was a kick and they 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 mishandled it, and we almost got the second one too. But uh, um, that 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 was a momentum shift and, and something that helped us out early to get them down. And it was it was really good to see us get up top quick. You know, and we we did it in the maze game also and let them come back. Uh, you know, right before the second half, but uh, we kind of got Lawrence down, and uh, um, special teams played a played a little part in that with that with that uh, pooch kick that they didn't field. Um, offensively uh, I thought our offense played pretty well uh, you know th- thinking about passing the ball we only passed the ball four times I think uh, we were four for four or Brock was four for four yeah I, I think that's what it was four for four for 160 yards uh, we took some shots down the field you know a couple games ago we had wide open shots down the field and we just either missed it or dropped it and uh, um, this game we completed them and we you know when when they teams have to commit safeties to our run game uh, th- those are going to be open and we took advantage of that and uh, um, but still our, our run game was wide open I thought our offensive line uh, blocked pretty well I thought our receivers uh, did well you know we got Talon Nealon at, at tight end and uh, for being as, as uh, you know small as he is playing the tight end position have to block 210 pound linebackers you know he's he's really smart blocker sometimes you don't have to be overly aggressive sometimes you don't have to be the biggest guy to block a big guy sometimes you just you just got to understand leverage and and he's a smart football player and he gave us an edge which we hadn't had uh for for a couple games which which was nice and i thought the other 
receivers, you know, Rose, uh, Colton, and Keener, they, they all blocked pretty well too. So uh, that helped out when they, they gave us an edge and, and we took it. They played a lot of man coverage, which which helped us out also in blocking because, you know, they, they, they had their man that they're, they're not watching the run game. They're they're worried about the receiver running downfield. And then when they got out of man, uh, we, we kind of um, switched that up but uh, uh, and, and threw a play-action pass. But anyways, uh, the offensively, I, I thought we played well. I, I think we ran for 500 yards close to it, maybe more, and uh, um, threw for 160 yards off of four passes, four for four. So you really can't ask. I think we punted punt the ball once, which which was nice. But but here's the deal also. You know, I'm getting ready to turn this over to uh, Coach Wietrich, and uh, um, we, we, we got some three and outs. We got, we got you know, quick filled turnover, you know, and, and when the defenses have a success and making them punt, I think that was the, probably one of the biggest games that we we forced the team to punt. And uh, it, it was nice to get the ball back and then just, you know, try to score as quick as we can and, and run the ball quick. And uh, and that's what we did. And our defense played a lot of a lot into our success that we had in our offense. We, we wanted to score as many points as we didn't get to touch the ball that many times. Yeah, I was really proud of our, our defense, you know, last week. Uh, you know, the matchup, you know, all week we were talking about, you know, Lawrence, how good of a football team they were, how big they were up front, how physical they are. Um, and they really had us outsized up front, and that was a huge concern. And that was the challenge of our defensive line, and, and hats off to our D-line. It, it, by far, the best our D-line's played all year. You have LaShawn Davis at the nose position. He had his best game by far. He was physical. He was nasty. He was a problem for those guys all night. He was fast. Um, you know, I, don't, I don't know his total you know, tackle count this game, but it was a lot more, you know, than he's had any other game. So he was a problem. Um, Sam, Sam did his thing. He, he was, he was too quick for those guys. He was too explosive for those guys. Hopper did a great job um, as well. Those guys were all big, big parts of the, of the success we had on defense. Um, but overall, yeah, super proud of our defense. We had a pretty, we had a good game plan. We felt like going in, there was a lot of stuff to prepare for, a lot of stuff our guys had to understand mentally by formation. Lawrence gave us a ton of different looks um, and a ton of different formations, and our guys had to be locked in. They did it. They understood it. They did their work, um, and we came out and executed. That was a big thing. A um, couple of things were, that we need to clean up, two big plays. I mean, two big plays, and we're talking like they're not scoring, you know, the two touchdowns they did in our defense, you know. Um, if you take away those two plays, I think our guys, we, we, we end up, you know, getting them, getting them off the field. Uh, we get the ball back to our offense, and they don't score those two touchdowns because it was in the first quarter there, you know, you, it makes it close. You know, they always say you don't win or lose the game in the first, first quarter. So um, we knew they were going to have a good game plan and come back. We had to, we had to get after it, but um, our, guys, our guys stayed in it. We watched the film on the sidelines. We made our corrections. Our guys went out and executed and did a pretty good job. Yeah, I'd just like to comment on something that uh, Coach Clark uh, said before I asked my question. Uh, you know, we have a pretty good view up there when it's dry and warm and all that business. But, you know, we, we saw your guys, your receivers. We, we, it looked like they were blocking well. Your runners had a lot of good lanes to run in, and, and like you said, that that was a good game on their part, and and we saw that from where we were at, and, and in fact, we commented about it how good your your receivers were blocking it. Anyway, it looked like to us they were blocking really well. Now, getting getting on to my question, uh, you kind of stole my thunder a little bit, Coach uh, Wietrich, but uh, I knew last week. Uh, when we were up in the press box uh, before the game with Lawrence, you were a little bit concerned about, you know, your defensive line and, and uh, you know, you used the phrase TFL. Well, talk a little bit about that TFL because I think the kids really, they, they had some tackles for loss. They played a little bit on the other side of the, 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 the other team's uh, side of the football. So really a good effort by the defense. So just talk about it a little more. Yeah, no, we've, we've been challenging our defensive line, you know, 
all season. We've been trying to get this out of them. You know, it's, it's good to see them finally put together this performance they had last week um, against an O-line that we saw. You know, we, we've, we're very athletic. You know, we're very athletic in the O-line. Hop, all three of our guys are our predominant three-down guys in our, in, our th- in our odd front. They're all very athletic guys. You know, but we have had some challenges against offensive linemen that are, that are way heavier than us. You know, you've seen teams like, you know, like a Newton that just line up in real tight formations, and they just, try to, they just try to lean on you and just outweigh you. But our guys are strong too. You know, it's not like we're not just we're not just uh, athletes. Our guys are strong. You know, Hopper is extremely strong. Sean strong. Sam strong. Uh, so the challenge is, you know, when you, when you get an offensive lineman like that that are way bigger than you or taller than you, longer than you, and you know, then it comes down to technique. So we really challenge and be technicians. Um, and this was by far. LaShawn Davis's best week about being a technician, using his craft, using all the individual drills that Coach Goble goes over with him. Like Coach Goble does a great job with those guys in Indy. Um, all the drills he did, you know, all the drills they do in Indy finally showed up on film, and it allows an undersized guys that, might, you know, it gives you an advantage. You know, if you're more of a technician than the guy across from you, even though he's outweighs you, um, you can you can be you know you can be put yourself in a great position to make a play if you just do what your coach to do. And those guys did a great job. Hats off to Coach Goble. I know he was pretty excited about it after the game. You know, um, there's been some times where Coach Goble was you know pulling his hair out and getting kind of crazy. But uh, I think he was pretty proud of the guy, way the guys played uh, last week. Coach Clark, I don't know if you've done it yet, but I know you have a kind of a tradition here of doing what's called the candlelight vigil. And uh, I know my son went through it with you several years ago. I hate to age myself, but uh, you know, I know he came home from that night, and, and he, he looked at me in the eyes, and he said, most powerful thing I've ever been to, Dad. Um, talk to us a little bit about what that means to you and what's involved. Yeah, every year we pick a, we pick a game. Um, that, that could be our last game or a game that, that we feel like we just want to do it. And, uh, um, you know, we, we didn't do it the Lawrence game. Usually usually I'd pick that game, you know, because honestly going into Lawrence, I thought it was a, a toss-up. It, it all depended on how we played. And uh, I, I think the coaches, they were kind of they were kind of uh, – I don't know him hauling around like, are, are we going to do the candlelight or not? And you know, I got asked asked that multiple times, and I decided not to. Um, I don't know why. I just had a feeling, even though I, I felt like we we had to play at our best, which I uh, which I think we did in, in uh, a lot of the phases of the game uh, to beat them. And we've never missed a candlelight. Um, and I I told the team before before we took the field, I said, listen, you know, um, a lot of questions being asked if we were going to do candlelight this week. But you know, I was really tough on the kids. Uh, that week of Lawrence and I was I've been tough on them this week too but uh um I told the kids I go I know I've been tough on you but we didn't do a candlelight for a reason because I know we can beat these guys if we play at our best now now it's, it's time for you guys to go out and prove it and uh that they did I mean they were pretty pumped up that I didn't pick uh um you know it's kind of giving them like a boost of confidence like uh, coach believes in us you know and uh and they and they showed it they came out from the get-go and just went after it so uh that that, that was fun to watch and uh actually uh not not that I I don't think we can beat Washburn Rule. Washburn Rule is a very sneaky team, and uh, I mean they are good this year. They're really good. Uh, all, all three phases, well coached up, really good athletes, super big at, at some positions, and uh, super athletic at some positions. Uh, but I decided this this week would be a good week. 
uh, to, to do the candlelight because we're playing a new team and uh, kind of a lot of unknown. We've never played Watchman Rule before, so I, I just figured this would this would be a good week. And if we can come out on top, you know the kids are going to be fired up the next week in state semifinals, try to get to state. So so we decided to do it this week, and uh, we did it Thursday, and it, it was super powerful. You know, we, we get in there, and, you know, we're I'm not going to tell you what the kids said or anything like that because we always said, what, what what's that in this locker room? You guys are open. But, but the one thing I do tell them is uh, we turn out the lights in our locker room room um i light a candle and so the only thing you can see you know i tell all the kids turn your cell phones off you know i don't want to hear buzzing i don't want to hear anything and uh we light this little candle and the kids get to come up we ask the seniors to come up first and they they get a a, all i ask them is to speak from your heart speak what uh speak what this this program means to you speak what your teammates mean to you uh whatever you want to speak about it's open and what's ever said in here stays in here so it'll never be said again um and it's a very special moment and it gets super emotional as it did uh uh, uh, last this Thursday, so uh, um, it, it's powerful. And something else that we've added to the the candlelight after after we're done with that. Um, the the past like seven or eight years, we've had a uh, after their freshman year, we have a freshman father son retreat, and and some moms come too. We ask them to bring uh, one of their parents, and we have it at uh, Kevin Chase's ranch um, out there by uh, Tawanda, and we host that. And the purpose of this whole the reason why we have a freshman uh, father-son retreat out there was I talked to a bunch of bunch of friends that had kids go through the program and they felt like a lot of the parents really didn't get what our program was about. They thought it was just a, a winning football program, a pro, just a football program, basically. They didn't understand all the culture stuff that we talk about, all the behind-the-scenes stuff that we talk about, how hard we push the kids, you know, from their freshman year all the way to the senior year to, be, to get the, the very best at them, out of them. And uh, it, it's a way to not not have the parents wait to be totally invested into the program uh, because it's their, their son's senior year and this is the last year of it so they make it special and they get super involved and really figure out what our program's about it's just not a football program it's you know it's a it's way bigger than that so we kind of introduce the fathers or, or the mom that comes out with with the kid and we kind of tell them you know what we're going to put their son what they're going to go through the next three years uh, if they stay out for football and one thing we do at the end um, well there's a lot of cool things that we do you know I I'm going to go off and make this interview really long, but uh, um, we we have the we have the kids you know write down their goals, and we have the fathers write down their goals for their kids too. Uh, um, and Kevin asked asked the father uh, or or whoever's with him, you know what what are your what are, what are your goals for your son in football by their senior year, and and they write those down. And the and the next question is. Uh, to, to the fathers is what if your son cannot reach any of those goals what experience do you want your son to have through this program what do you want this program to give to your son and it kind of really makes him think about you know it's just not football it's it's life lessons it's everything that we teach the kids it's discipline it's being on time it's you know being a good teammate you know being a part of the team is is more important than than being all state or or whatever and it really really kind of puts everything in perspective for the for the father you know don't just want your son to be a superstar want him to have a great experience and become a better person when they leave our program and so they're getting that not not their senior year they're getting that their, their freshman year and understand everything that we do with the kids is is purposeful but anyways uh, at the end what we have them do is uh after we have the 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 father and son go walk and share their goals and you know talk about what you know they they, they share their high school goals uh, they share their post high school goals like what 
they want. I, I would have loved that opportunity to be forced to sit down with my dad. It's just something you don't do, but you wish you would have done it um, at a young age to, to sit down with my dad and say, this is my goal, dad. This is what I want to do. This is, this is who I want to become after high school. I really want to do this. Maybe I don't know, but uh, um, at least you have that moment to share and uh, pretty powerful. And at the end, we have them write a letter to each other and uh, they write a letter. And they, they put it in an envelope, and they, they address it to, to whoever it's to. It's the father writes a letter to the son. The son writes a letter to the father. And uh, um, we put it in a safe deposit box up at Seabock, uh, formerly Ferris, uh, Kevin does, and, and we keep it there. And then after the candlelight, uh, we have those kids that came to that retreat uh, go up, and they meet their fathers up in the press box, and they're overlooking the, the stadium with the lights on, and it's empty and stuff like that. And we let them exchange the letters that they wrote to each other after a very emotional day um and and they read the letters that they wrote to each other up in the press box and it becomes another emotional moment a, a great bonding moment um i remember the first year that we did that and i remember rob kuzer was one of those guys uh yeah I, I, it was either brecken or brody and he goes if you ever 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 get rid of this i i, I will hate you you know, this, this, you've got to keep this. And, and it's something we started about eight years ago. I wish we would have done it 20 years ago, you know, when, when we first started. But uh, it's a powerful moment. Then they go down on the field. And we, ne- we didn't design this. This is just something they always do. They go down on the field and stand on the D. The lights are on. You know, everybody's hugging. And all the kids and their dads are there. Or mom, who, you know, who's ever there with them. And it looks like they always, uh, Kevin and I just uh, stand up, you know, outside the press box and just watch. And, and you, you can tell emotions are going. All the, the fathers are talking with all the other kids and stuff it looks like they say a prayer together and and they they just it's almost like we have to turn the lights off to get them to leave because we got a game on friday but uh um that whole that whole moment of the candlelight up to the seniors exchanging their letter with the fathers is one of the most powerful days that, that we have and we just had that thursday and uh i think you're gonna see you know it, it gets them pretty motivated they they don't want to leave this program with the, with the loss so I, I think you're gonna see a very passionate team that that doesn't want to give this away and doesn't want to end this Coach, uh, I, I got to agree with you. I mean, that's a testament to what you d- have done here with this program. So, yeah, we, we did. We, we're going to have to talk a little quicker here. But um, talk to us a little bit about uh, Washburn Rural, tonight's opponent, what we're going to expect uh, you, your special teams and your offense to do. And we'll let Coach Wickdrick uh, briefly chat about his defense. Well, I'll tell you, their special teams is the best coach special teams we've seen on film. Uh, they do a lot of the same stuff that we do, maybe a little different. But they have short calls on kickoff return. They have long, you know, I mean, they, you can tell they're coached up well on special teams. They've got a really good kicker, a good punter. Um, their, their schemes are really good. I mean, usually you can tell if teams really pay attention to special teams or not, or if it's just a joke. Thursday they practice it a little bit, and then they just roll with it. You can tell this teams uh, practice special teams. So very good special teams. Uh, defense, uh, they run a front that we haven't seen before. You know, they run a different defense that we haven't seen before, and it poses a problem because they have the athletes to run what they run they got a really big athletic d1 middle linebacker that that's like six foot two 230 pounds six foot three they've got a couple other they've, they've got three other linebackers that are the smallest one six one two oh five two ten you know and they can move and they can run and they do a good job of, of with their scheme and they got some very aggressive very athletic uh, defensive backs uh, their d line is pretty good too they got a couple guys that have motors that refuse to get blocked so overall um i i, I would compare them 
them to the size of Manhattan, but uh, I, I would say they're a little faster and a, a little bit more athletic. I mean, this is this is a legit defense, and the defense that they run is not the one we're used to seeing. So, so it's been a it's been a fun week, but a challenging week for for our offense to really get down uh, the the stuff that they do and know how to block it. Yeah, Washburn's offense, you know, it's a little different, a little different than what we've been we've been seeing. You know, Lawrence last week was uh was going to line up and just kind of push you over. This is a team that's uh, they run they run spread, they run zone, they run RPO. They have really athletic backfield, really good quarterback, really good running back, really good uh, receiving group, and they're going to make you to defend the whole field. You know, they, they they throw the ball a lot more than we're, we're used to seeing. Um, so, you know, they're going to be they're going to make sure that we defend all the levels of the football and the entire field. So, every snap could be a run, could be a pass. You know, it's one of those deals where uh, you know all of our all of our defensive units got to be ready to roll. Our, our D line and inside backers got to take care of zone. Um, our outside backers got to take care of uh, whether they're in conflict or not with the RPO. Is it past their side or or are they in the run fit? You know, it's going to be a lot of thinking on our part and a lot of reacting real fast. But it's going to come down to us being able to tackle in space and defend the pass. You know, for us, I think on defense, for us to get stops. Our D lines got to play, play like they did last week. Physical, fast, nasty. Um, our inside backers included in that got to take care of the run, stop the run. You know, force them to pass, force them to uh, do stuff they, they they don't want to do, get them off schedule. And then we got to be able to tackle in space. If we can tackle in space on the perimeter and stuff like that, I think we'll be in good shape and we'll we'll get our offense the ball back. And I think our offense is going to figure it out. And we'll we'll, uh, we'll be successful hopefully tonight. Injury situation, coach. Didn't look like we suffered too much uh, against Lawrence, but. But, uh, again, it's, it is a contact sport. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think we really got banged up too much. Uh, you know, we, we the same guys that have little nagging injuries, and uh, we got a bunch of guys that are still out that are out for the season or maybe out for a, a week or two more if we're uh, lucky enough to move on. But uh, injury-wise, I, I think we're doing okay on that front. Guys, as always, good luck. Tender Care offers unprecedented landscaping and outdoor living features, including cook centers, pools, and patios, as well as irrigation install and repair. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com, or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 219 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at Alive105KDKQ.com Tonight's Derby Panther football game is being broadcast worldwide on our online stream at Alive105KDKQ.com and it's brought to you by La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant Friday Night Panther Football on Alive 105.9 is sponsored in part by our friends at Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, the Derby Recreation Center, Will Height Auto Service, Confederated Builders, MJB Heating and Cooling, Derby Junior Football, El Maguey Mexican Restaurant, Radio Shack of Derby, the Derby Informer, Riverside Cafe of Derby, Derby Public Library, DMB Service Center, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Shelton Collision Repair, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Artistic Builders, Derby Overhead, the and Mechanical, Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Fidelity Bank of Derby, Field Station Dinosaurs, John Mendoza Photography, Derby Nutrition, Fisher Media, and La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. And now, here's the Alive 105.9 play-by-play sports announcers Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Good evening, Panther fans. This is Doyle Phillips, and tonight, along with my partner, Kevin Payne, we're going to bring you all the action from, uh, I guess this is really a uh, semifinal in our our bracket, our West bracket. 
and uh, we'll be taking on uh, the Topeka Washburn Rural Junior Blues. Uh, both teams have an eight and two record, and uh, you know, with that uh, comes pretty good competition for tonight. Well, Doyle, again, you're down to eight teams in Class Six A left, so you know you're at the better of the or the elite of the elite at this point. It's a cold night here right now. Temperatures 33 degrees. Winds are uh, out of the uh, north about 11 miles an hour, which is a blessing because earlier today they were blowing 30. But the wind chill right now is 25 miles per hour, so chilly night. And before we go any further, again, happy Veterans Day. We want to thank all the veterans out there for all the service that you guys have provided over the years. So, again, Veterans Day tonight, uh, beautiful night for football. I don't know what else more you can ask for. Well, well hopefully uh, hopefully, they win by the Panthers. Uh, that's what we'll be working on. And, uh, and you know, but, again, we're going to be playing Washburn Rule. And, you know, they to get this deep into the playoffs, you got to have something on the ball. No doubt. Coach Steve Bueller, he's in his 10th year at Rural Doyle, a 53-43 and 43 record. But this is a guy that's really turned this program around here He's uh, last year they were eight and two, lost uh, to Free State in the playoffs, forty-two to ten. This year he comes in with uh, a similar record. Um, just uh, a guy that's, you know, there's nothing better to say about this Washburn Rural team than blue collar. I think that fits these guys well. They've got thirteen starters uh, returning from last year's team, seven on offense and six on defense. Yeah, they're they're uh, and and that's that's a great analogy. Uh, again, I. Uh, I have that same feeling about what you would say, how you would describe them, and uh, you know, I watched, I watched the whole game here this week. That uh, and, and they're they're pretty tough, and, and I watched the whole game on video, and, and they're pretty tough. Well, last week uh, Rural beat Garden City thirty-four to seven. In that victory, Washburn Rural had three hundred and fifty-five total yards. Doyle. A well-balanced machine, 202 on the ground, 153 in the air. And that's what uh, Coach Clark talked to us about all week. He goes, these guys can run and they can chuck the football as well. Yes, they, they can. They, they, they've got some pretty good special, uh, special teams. Their, their, their skilled positions are, are very good. And, and this is going to wind up being a pretty good ball game, I'm sure. Well, they allowed last week Garden City just 170 total yards. 120 on the ground, 50 in the air. So you know it's a defense that's going to come in concentrating on stop, stopping this high, powerful Derby offense. Doyle quarterback uh, Brandon DeWeese, a six foot, 185 pounder, is the quarterback. Doyle, I, you know, you don't hear Coach Clark say a lot about uh, quarterbacks sometimes. Of course, you talk about Avery Johnson and guys like that, but he talked a, quite a bit about this young man and his scrambling ability and the fact that he could literally set up on one side of the field and throw back against the grain. So he said, you know, we've got to keep pressure on him. Yeah, I was impressed with uh, his performance in the game that I watched. Uh, you you got to – I don't know if they're going to put a spy on him, but you got to keep an eye on the young man and our – our defensive backs are, are without a doubt going to have to stay with their coverages because this guy, like you said, he'll roll to his right and flip it back to his left. And, you know, he, he, he extends plays with his legs. Well, again, McKinnis Adams, a 5'10", 200-pounder, is the guy that we expect to see a lot of, of carries tonight. Titan Osborne at 6'3", 167. Calvin Hayes at 5'9", 135. Dayton Smoot at 6'175". And Charlie 
Wiggle at 62170 are the main targets that uh, we we figure that uh, Deweese is going to be throwing to. Oh yeah, they've got some good size uh, and and again you you mentioned their heights there and you know our D-backs aren't that tall so you know it's going to be a, a a physical mismatch so our guys are really going to have to play tough tonight. Well, it's an offensive line that averages 275 pounds tackle to tackle so pretty big load for our defense to handle. Duel defensively uh, six starters from last year's 8 and 2 team. Uh, we we expect them to run all kinds of formations. Uh, how about a 3-3-5 is one of the one of the formations we we think we're going to see them in. It's a defense that's given up an average of 17 points per game. Keep in mind, this is a Derby Panther team that's throwing up all kinds of crazy points, so we'll see how all that bears out tonight. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how their defense will match up with our offense uh, based on their defense's stinginess and our offense's explosiveness. And Coach Clark, again, he talked about their defensive line, how big and strong they are, and that the linebackers are very physical, that they work downhill very well, and so you know, you know, just getting the vibe from Coach Clark earlier this week, a little bit of concern about the team, and then you throw in the uh, attitude of being a little bit blue collar and coming to get their job done. Doyle, it's playoff week. Uh, you know, you come to Derby, you make a, again check in the uniforms if you're done. But if you come into Derby, first time they've ever played us, come to our house and beat us, you've made their season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about that. So, you know, we're we're still oh, we're probably three minutes away from the start of tonight's ball game, and uh, you know that. Means it's time for our starters, starting lineups, as we have them. The captains are starting to head out into the field for the for the coin toss. So let's start again, like we always do, with with the offense. One tackle, freshman Max Robinson, six two two fifty. The other tackle is junior Gabriel Enriquez at six three two twenty. Guards, senior Wyatt Jackson, six foot two fifty, and senior Keane Indy, five eight two fifteen. Center, Austin Edeker, 6'1", 270. Wide receivers, junior Colton Rudy, 6'175", and junior Taylor Neal, 5'10", 165. Other wide receivers are senior Nathaniel Keener, 5'10", 170, and senior Trayvon Rowe at 5'10", 180. Quarterback, senior Brock Zerger, 6'185", and the running backs for tonight's ballgame will be senior Dylan Edwards, 5'9", 165 and junior Derek Hubbard at 58165. Your special teams kicker is Grady Jessup. The holder is Braxton Clark, long snapper Cade Shelton and the punter is Camden Cooper. Now we go to the defensive side of the ball. The defensive line which I might add had probably one of their better games of the season last week against Lawrence. Junior Mason Harper 510190, senior LaShawn Davis 6448 and senior Samuel Same 65215. Linebackers outside senior Roman Bowden 61190 and senior Garrett Hounsell 6 foot 180. Your inside backers are junior DJ Spring 5'11", 185, and senior Miles Wash, 5'11", 215. Quarterback, senior Elijah Vigil, 5'8", 160, and senior Kamari Geddes, 5'7", 150. 
Safeties, sophomore Easton Splain, 5'11", 170, and senior Cade Shelton at 6'200". Those are the lineups as we have them for tonight's ball game for your Panthers. Odola, we just looked down on the field, and we, we the referees kind of, it was hard to tell, but we believe Derby won the toss. We believe Derby elected to receive the ball for tonight's ball game. They will be defending the south end zone. As we said, if there's a blessing tonight, Doyle, it's cold. Yeah. But... The flag has really started to die down, so those 35-mile-an-hour winds from earlier today, the winds now are gusting 10, 11 miles an hour, so very doable. I don't know that wind is going to play a huge factor in tonight's ballgame. Well, we don't, we're don't. we really not sure whether we won the toss or not. We just know that we are receiving and defending the south goal. So uh, Washburn Rule, they're out on the field. They're ready to go. Panthers are still in their sideline huddle. Uh, getting their last-minute instructions uh, back deep as Hubbard and Edwards. And you know they're not going to see the football unless they sneak up on them somehow because these teams just aren't kicking. Probably the guys will be the middle guys here standing about the 25-yard line because what we saw the last few games is just a pooch kick. Right, you gotta you gotta respect that out of teams. That uh, what a weapon to have when you got return guys that no one wants to kick to. As we said last week, I think our average uh, field position was about the forty-five yard line. So great, uh, great job there. Yeah, that's that's one thing that it really helps with. Is the, but also it keeps one of these two scat backs back here from running one all the way back to the other guy's end zone. So that you know. Good field position or a score, I guess it's what you got to choose. We're ready to go. Kicked it deep. Looks like it's going to be fielded in the end zone, so it's going to be out to the 20 where the Panthers will start their first possession of the night. In this second, third round, I guess it's a third round uh, postseason game. Well, Doyle Derby's in white pants with black jerseys and white helmet. Washburn Rural in all white with blue helmets. So, uh, you know, start night's ball game again. Coach Clark's going to start off uh, on offense tonight. Well, we've started the last few ball games this way on offense. Uh, not by choice. We lost the toss. But, again, uh, we think the referee indicated the Panthers won the toss. You know, and I think back a few years ago, Doyle, I think Derby went through Oh, my gosh, nine, ten games, and Coach Clark never lost a toss. We, we choked and said, hey, we'll take him to Vegas with us. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He won all those things. And here we're ready to go. We've got motion trips to the far side. Again, it's going to be Zerger. He's going to pick up five yards out to 25-yard line, had a bit of a lane to run through, and uh, took advantage of it. Well, Doyle Derby had had twins out to the far side. We put in a motion guy to that side. Zerger held out the option as long as he could. Again, guys are going to be keying on Dylan Edwards. He was able to cut up inside, so good gain, first play of the game. Second and five for the Panthers. And we show motion again. This time they pitch it to Edwards. He's going he's gonna to make a break. It's the outside. First down, he, he shouldn't have got anywhere. And he made the guys miss, and his speed carried the rest. I think they're going to say he ran out of bounds just shy of a first down. But 29. You're yeah. exactly right, Doyle. He made the guy miss. But that was, that was you know, you got to give Washburn rule credit. They had that pretty much stopped up uh, on that uh, pitch to the near side. But down and one. Quick pass, caught, first down, 40. 
outside the 40. Just a nice pitch and catch. From It's just a quick pass from Zerger to uh, look like Rudy. Well, Doyle, how about the call? I mean, you know, run is what we've lived and died on this year, and you, you give your quarterback the option to hit a quick hitter with one yard to go. Nice play call. First and ten, Panthers. Edwards, and he gets hit. Maybe he picks up a yard. They can't give him much more than about a yard, so it's going to be second and long for the Panthers. Well, I noticed Derby was in a high-tempo offense that time, maybe trying to catch Washburn Rule off off guard a little bit. They went very fast. Well, so far, both times Dylan Edwards has touched the ball, he, he's uh, they, they've had him pretty well marked. Trips to the far side. And again, Edwards breaks into the open, 45, down to about the 43 of Washburn. And that one will the sticks for sure. And Doyle, again, nothing fancy. It was just right up the middle. And coaches see that because the play pre- uh, previous was the same type of play. But I'm sure they said all we got to do is get one block. And Dylan was able to pick up first down yardage. Yeah, that was right between the tackles and right at uh, Washburn Rules Division One linebacker. Uh, he's he's a pretty good player. And, and Ty Weber, 6'3", 230. Back to pass. Zerger got a man wide open. Caught inside the 20 at about the 15. Well, and you talk about a nice pitch and catch because the ball, he was wide open. I was sitting there pointing and pointing at him, and uh, he went up for the ball and re-caught it as he was falling. Panthers deep now in territory. And Edwards, five, touchdown Panthers. Wow. Dylan Edwards just did what we talk about, Doyle, inside out. He went inside, and there was no question in anybody's mind when he hit about the five that he was going to take it to the house. Doyle, that was a well-executed touchdown drive by the Panthers. Well, yeah, we had Dylan Edwards. The, the whole skilled positions, you know, they they – they took care of business. Well, so a how about of, a couple of completed passes? Yeah, a couple of pass plays, a couple three running, good running plays. Extra point is up, and it is good. So the Panthers with 9.52 to go take a 7-0 lead, and I don't know if you could have scripted any better start than that by the Panther coaching staff. Well, you, you go back to the pass to Keener. He was so wide open. I was sitting there pointing. Once we picked him up, he caught the ball, and he'd almost stopped, and he re-caught it as he went down. So nice pitch and catch. Well, well we got a second. Let's give a shout-out to our game night, game night sponsors, Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, DNB Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaurs, Johnson and Company Certified Public Accountants, and DNM Mechanical. As we always say, if you're in these places of business, be sure and tell them you heard their ad on the radio broadcast because without these guys, we couldn't give you these exciting football games that we've been having on Friday night. Do I look over to the other side? Washburn Rural brought a tremendous crowd to tonight's ball game. Pack stands on the visitor's side. That's a little bit of a travel for these guys, but this is a Washburn Rural team that has really come of age the last couple of years. And and I think you and I talked very young team. Yes, they, they they've got they've got a they sent an eighty man roster down to us, and out of those eighty, thirty nine were sophomores or freshmen. So that tell that that's longevity right there. 
High end over end is going to be taken at the 15. Guy breaks the front line out to the 30. Still on his feet. Gets run out of bounds at probably about the 35. So, again, as, as much uh, work as the Panthers do on special teams, that probably will not be that, – that will be looked at in the film room. Yeah, no doubt. I, I don't know. Again, it doesn't seem like the wind's blowing very hard, but it is blowing out of the north, so that ball might have got caught up a little bit in the wind. First KDK and 10, KLP Panthers Derby. lead 7-0. Ball's at the 35 of Rule. They hand it off. Their quarterback on a keeper, he gets hit after about, oh, I'm going to guess one, maybe two-yard game. First down. I'm going to give you a little chuckle here because you told me this week you watched a lot of game film, how how the guy could fake the ball well. That time he did just what you said. Yeah, he, he's uh, real good with his handoffs, his fakes, uh, back to pass. Got hit from behind. I mean, he got hit really. That, that could have been, if he'd have waited another half second, it would have been a sack. Well, it caused him to throw the ball very low. The ball came out and was at the feet of the receiver. It's still going to be third down and eight now. I, I didn't pick up. I think it was a corner blitz that time, and uh, nobody saw him coming. He came from the quarterback's backside. Back to pass. Pressure on the quarterback. He takes off running. Got a man open, and it's going to be fourth and ten. Pass was overthrown. Panthers did a good job putting pressure on Deweese. Well, they flushed him out of the pocket, so he, he all of a sudden was running to the uh, Washburn Rural sideline, and when he let go of the football, there was no doubt it was going to go over the receiver's head by a, a good 5-10 yards. So Derby comes out, first play, first uh, series on defense. Doyle, they looked good. Yeah, and, and you know, they, that's where they that, that's how they need to play the rest of the season. Fourth down and eight. Panthers lead 7-0. And it's going to be a pretty good punt. It's going to be let hit, which was a good decision. It's going to roll dead inside the 20. I think I think the receiver back there, he wanted to catch it, but, you know, he decided not to, and that was probably the right thing to do. Doyle, what I noticed on that play, and kids are so gun-shy about getting a roughing the punter call, we had two guys back that probably could have blocked that punt, but I think they were scared to death going, man, we're going to get good field position here. I don't want to be that goat, but might want to watch that as the game progresses. You know, I saw that too, Kevin. I saw we had a guy from each side rushing like that and 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 they just kind of slowed down but and i and i think it was for what you're saying just that roughing the 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 kicker penalty zerger finds a nice lane 20 25 still on his feet going to be a first down out close to the 30 Doyle, you could see that option play set up the minute it was stamped because zerger was coming around and what happened there was kind of a parting in the sea as as guys all took dylan you knew zerger was going to cut it up inside he picks up good yardage zerger had a nice lane to run through and he made the right read edwards straight up the middle dylan's going to pick up probably three on first down you know for a, a guy that's not any bigger than he is he runs between the tackles pretty hard oh no doubt and where dylan's so dangerous is if he can get to that second layer I mean, anything can happen. and So, you know, if you're Washburn Rural, you got to really keep your eyes on him. Well, yeah, if he misses him there, if the linebackers miss him, then he's just going to take it to the house. Panthers getting the play on the sideline. Again, they lead 7-0, 8-10 to go in the first quarter. 
Big pitch out. Edwards gets to the outside. He's going to pick up maybe two. It's going to be third down and about five for the Panthers. Well, give Washburn Rural credit on that play. They strung it out. Again, you, you know, we always talk about setting the edge, getting to the edge. Washburn Rural did a great job that time of setting the edge and forcing Dylan to keep going east and west, and uh, Dylan was run out on the east sideline. Yeah, you know, even somebody as fast as Dylan Edwards, you know, if you got the numbers out there, he's not going to be able to outrun everybody. Well, Washburn Rural's not playing a tight box right now. They're, they're giving respect to our passing game and that second and third level. Third and six. Back to pass. Zerger. Now he's going to pull it down and run with it. And he's going to be fourth down. No gain on the play. So Washburn Rule comes in and shuts our offense off. Well, Doyle, I noticed we had some guys open for for just a brief period of time, but I'm not sure that uh, Zerger was able to see him or he was under a little bit of duress. uh, And uh, it does bring up a fourth down and we bring out our punter. Yeah, it's it's easy for us to see that stuff up here, but down on the field where the action is, uh, you know, it's not quite as easy to pick up those receivers. Anyway, Cooper is in the punt, standing on his 20. And I don't know that was a very good punt. It wasn't. It it they're going to they're going to mark it inside Panther territory. That was just a shanked punt. Yeah, I, I'm trying to see where they line it up, but uh, yeah, it's going to be now. They're they might be giving us a little better spot than what I even thought we'd get. It looks like it's going to rest on a, about the Panther 45. Yeah, so that was maybe a 10 yard punt, net something like that. Just you know, things happen. Yeah, it just know, went off the side of his foot. Just went off the side of his foot. It's going to give Washburn Rule very good field position in Panther territory. And they hand it straight ahead. I'm going to guess they're going to give him maybe maybe a yard. We'll see where they mark it. Panthers played that very well. It was just a, it wasn't anything fancy. It was just a straight ahead handoff. But Panthers ganged up quickly. So that's what you like to see is guys fly into the football. Second and yeah, second and nine on the Panther 44 now. DeWeese, I'm going to guess probably a pass play is is in the offing here. Yep, back to pass. Panthers putting pressure over the head of the intended receiver. Panthers had a hat on a hat that time as far as the receivers and the D-backs. Right now, our defense seems pretty dialed in. And, Doyle, that's several pass plays that DeWeese is throwing the ball high. Probably a little nerves going on right now. Third down and nine. But like I said, it's one of those where you see on replay in the pro games, you got a defender on every receiver. So that's pretty good coverage by the Panthers so far. Again, back to pass. Got a man open. And he's going to get down inside the 30 for a first down. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything fancy. It was just a little sideline pass. And we was able to find this guy. And we were playing a little soft on coverage that time. We did play soft. And that's... When we play soft, we're talking eight, nine yards off of a receiver, and and it's easy to to throw a little hitch out in there. Just like there, Panthers played that one well, though, and it was over the head of the intended receiver, so it's going to be second down. Panthers lead 7-0, and it's going to be second and 10 from the 
Panther 30-yard line. This drive started on the Panther 45. Well, and that ball was another one of those that those sometimes are easy to pick up as we progress into the game. They're uh, telegraphed passes. And give it on a handoff. Picks up, I'm going to say maybe two, just based on what the offside linesman is marking. So third down and eight coming up. And this is where the Panther defense really needs to step up. We assume we're in four-down territory here. I don't think their kicker's got the kind of leg to kick this long a field goal, so likely four-down territory. 7-0, Panthers under six minutes in the first quarter. Third down and eight. Back to pass. Panthers chasing him out of the ball. He just kind of throws it to an open spot. I don't – he's got hit hard again. I don't know who hit him that time. I think it might have been Salme. It was Salme, and he got up a little slow after the play. And Duel, those things all add up in a ball game. You get hit, knocked down enough times, you start feeling those. It's going to be fourth down. They're obviously going to go for it here. And you Trips assume, to the near side. a passing situation. Back to pass. Panthers gotten pressure. Now they're chasing him. And they're going to call pass uh, we interference. Held, we held the guy. We held him big yeah. time. I mean, you saw and really didn't. It was unnecessary, but you could see the receiver. He had no chance. We were literally holding his jersey, and, you know, officials saw it very quickly. Yeah, they, they, that was an easy call for him. I mean, real easy. So that's going to sustain the drive. And really, I, I agree with you, it was unnecessary. What I like seeing right now, we're putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. I mean, that ball was way over the receiver's head anyway. And so now we've, again, made one of those, I guess this might have been a physical mistake, but we made one of those mistakes that sustained drives, and those are the kind of things that will drive a coach crazy. They give it on a handoff, and he's going to score. Nobody touched him. It was almost like the Panthers were standing around watching. I mean, uh, he, it, he did the old inside out because he took the ball and hit like one step and then just circled around. The Panthers, I think, were expecting more of a tackle tackle run and uh, made it an easy touchdown. Uh, it, it, it just looked like nobody was responding, almost like they weren't ready when the ball was snapped. And anyway, he, he took it in with it very, very easily. So it's a 45 yard drive. Uh, and they're going to score with a penalty that kept the drive alive. So there, Panthers blocked that one. There's a penalty marker on the play. I believe they're calling false start on the offense, so I would suspect the Panthers would decline that penalty because they blocked the punt. Well, I think since it was before the snap, I'm not sure they can, Doyle. Well, it, then he threw his flag late because yeah, it, didn't, it, it didn't show up till after the snap. Yeah, so I think, yeah, it, it was a really high flag, probably caught in the wind. But, yeah, so they'll have a retry at that. Uh, now like the Panthers are offside yeah, probably, so it's probably going to be right back where it was at. Unless unless one of the rural guys moved to draw us off. And it looks like rural's backing up even more. Yep, it's against rural. So that's another five-yard back. So that's going to make this extra point about 30 yards long. Well, a little more than 30, probably. Not much more, but a little more than 30. Seven to six. Panthers nearly blocked that one. I'm telling you, the young man has all the leg you need. He could have kicked that through from the 40. 
Yeah, he kicked that one very well. Doyle, you know, it's an unfortunate uh, circumstances because the defense had been playing really well. It was kind of set up by a poor punt from the Panthers, gave him good field position, and then we have a have a obvious pass interference call that extended that third day. That was fourth down, and it gave them an opportunity to, to be in really good position to put points on the board. Yeah, they so, took advantage of it. So we we kind of we kind of did ourselves in on that one. Uh, so and those, you know, those are the kinds of things that you know drives coaches crazy. I mean, a, a team as good as Washburn Rule, you can't give them you know, so you you take the great field position, you take a, a a penalty, you know that was unnecessary, and extending a drive, and now the game is tied, and you know it it really, it's just those kinds of things that that kind of drive you nuts as a coach and a fan. Well, and we know, like we said, at this part of the season, all teams are good. There's no passes, and it's just a little pooch, going to be caught at the thirty. 40, going to run out, oh, past the 40 to about the 44. Looked like Cade Shelton picked that one up at about the 30. So a good return, good field position for the Panthers to start this possession with the game tied at seven in the first quarter. Again, man, you just talk about the volumes of having, you know, Dylan Edwards and Hubbard back there to return kicks. And, you know, the field position we have now is phenomenal. But I guess, like I said, if you're the opposing team, you'd rather give good field position than have one taken back against you. First and ten, Panthers. Popping way to the outside is Edwards. Going to be, if he makes one guy, touchdown Panthers. <laughs> you know, you got to laugh because I think the coaches saw it or Dylan felt it because, Noel, that was set up to be that same playoff tackle. Dylan took one step and said, I can beat you to the edge. He took it around the right side, made a couple nice cuts, and just like that, Derby's back up on top. Yeah, that was that was all. I mean, it had to be had he had to be told that he's, you know, they're crashing. You know, they're crashing. So they fake that, and he pops to the outside. He had one guy to beat outside, and it was a touchdown, Panthers. And the all important extra point, not going to be any good. No, bad. It was a bad snap, and we were trying to pick it up. And you know, Clark then finally ended up trying to pass it. You know, when those things happen, you you start screaming to your to your guys, "Hey, I'm gonna throw! I'm gonna throw!" And unfortunately, it was just uh, a low snap, and uh, an all important extra point, as you call it, uh, was once again missed. Yeah, well, this level, it, they're all. I mean, those extra points are very important. We've had them figure into a couple of games uh, this year, and uh, so you can't you can't afford that. And uh, that was just, like you said, I believe it was just a bad snap. And Clark tried what he could. Uh, but Doyle, how about the Dylan Edwards touchdown? We talk about it all the time. That You can watch all the film you want. You can hear the stories about how fast this kid is. But until you see it in person, and that was literally a play that Dylan took the ball, took one step towards the line, and then it was no doubt he was going to try and get to the edge, and they could not set it, and Dylan took it to the house. Yeah, they brag about these cars that go from zero to 60 in a second and a half. I think Dylan goes zero to 60 in maybe a second. He, he got up to full speed, and, I mean, it, it was just too late for anybody to get outside. Anyway, the Panthers lead 13-7 after a mixed, missed extra point, and uh, Dylan Edwards scored – Gosh, first play from scrimmage from about the 44-yard line. So it was about a 56-yard touchdown. So the Panthers retake the lead, and uh, they're going to be kicking off. 
Now, Doyle, if you if you say you and I are are uh, Pintos, he's a Jaguar, no doubt. He's yeah. he's got the real deal. I don't know if I'm good enough to be a Pinto. <laughs> High end over. It's going to be brought, received at about the twelve. There, Panthers are going to cover a little bit better, and it's still going to be out to about the 25, 26-yard line, so good field position for for uh, uh, Washburn Rule. And I've, I've noticed these kickoffs by Jessup, they, there must be wind because he usually gets them into the end zone. He's not even getting close. As we said, this is a stadium that sits down a little bit. Last week we saw a lot of swirling winds going around, so, yeah, it's unusual for Jessup not to hit the end zone. 5.09 to go, 13-7 Panthers. Motion to the far side by Washburn Rule. Again, they hand the ball off. Panthers missed the tackle at about the line of scrimmage. Then he picks up another yard, maybe two, maybe three they'll give him, out to the 30-29. So he picked up three on first down. Panthers are penetrating so far anyway. They're getting into the backfield of uh, Washburn Rule. Quarterback on a got a man over the top, caught first down, Panther territory, 44. That was their linebacker who also plays tight end, so we didn't pick him up. Well, it was an obvious. I mean, he was wide open, and you were just waiting to see if DeWeese was going to find him. And he does come down with it enough to move the sticks and back into Panther territory. It's on the 45 now, first and 10. You got to stay with him. This guy extends plays with his arm and his legs. Still back to pass. Man over the top, and it was caught. I, I don't agree with the spot. He got down to the 24. It looked like he stepped out of bounds at, before he got to the 25, but I don't well, know. I guess, well, the, I guess the official could see that from 15 or 20 yards. Well, there's a flag back there, so it's all coming back. But, oh, good. Well, that's that was, good. That was Dayton Smoot and Doyle. Incredible pitch and catch because the young it man was. is fully extended on the sideline. The good news is the officials have a flag laying at uh, the 40-yard line, so that's going to all go back. Doyle, tonight's online listeners, oh, again, the stream pr- produced uh, from La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant in, uh, in Derby. Topeka, Hayes, Hutchinson, Chicago, Kansas City, Houston, Dallas, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Independence, Olathe, Lawrence, Phoenix, Gardner, Marysville, Seattle, and get this, I'll probably blow this one, but Port Conoquam, British Columbia. All right. First and 15, back to pass again. DeWeese, he's rolling to the near side. Caught. It's going to be close to a first down, so it's going to be a first down. So, so far, I mean, at least the last two possessions, uh, Washburn Rules come up with a way to get after the Panthers, and it's through the air. Yeah, it was a beautiful again. It was just a sideline pass, and uh, DeWeese throws the ball very well. That that catch where they had the ineligible downfield, that was a good pitch and catch. Now we're going back to pass again. Got a man out in the flat. It's incomplete, according to the official. Well, the ball was it was right in front of the Panther bench, and we can't see the sideline because of the Panther players, but he was immediately motioning that it hit the ground. So, again, obvious that uh, the Washburn Rural wants to try and throw the football against the Panthers tonight. Well, they're certainly, well, they're, the, the last two possessions anyway, they've done a pretty good job with it. This one and the last one. Again, quarterback 
Panthers sacked him back around the 38, so they didn't fall for the for the fake handoff, and they played that really well. Well, I think that was Same, our Iowa State commit, that uh, got to him that time. No, again, we've been putting pretty good pressure on Deweese. That time he was trying to look downfield after a nice fake, and uh, we just ate him up. We need to need to have a good down here and not give up 12 or 13 yards and give them fourth and short because they'll definitely go back to pass again. Out in the flat, and there's a penalty marker on the play, a late flag. Well, you assume it could be an ineligible downfield or a holding that uh, that they saw, but, uh, you know, if we can decline that, I'm, I'm sure Coach Clark will. They're looking at Coach Clark to find out what's going on. Because I, I think in this situation, if you're Washburn Rural, you would want to punt the football and force Derby to have really poor field position. It's a hold, so that would be a and it's been declined, so it's fourth down. And Washburn Rural's doing just that. They're burning their punt unit. Uh, you know, So good defensive stand by the Panthers once again. And that was all forced. The hold even, it was forced. Dewey's had to throw the, the ball under a lot of pressure that time, Doyle. Well, the Panthers aren't buying the punt. They're, they have nobody back. They got everybody within about eight or nine yards of the line of scrimmage. It's going to be punted straight up in the air. It's going to go. And it's going to go into the end zone. Good punt by their punter. This, I don't know if this guy does the kickoffs too, but he's got quite a leg. Well, Doyle, in that, in that situation, you did the wise thing. Derby's had a couple of teams return punts against us. You got uh, it, where you're at, the, the wind is at your back. You got to figure, hey, the chances of this thing going to the end zone are pretty great. So Derby uh, avoided having any type of fake uh, delivered to him. Well, I, I got to agree with you. You know, the, the pass situation, Panthers on at least the last first down, that, that last three or four play sequence, Panthers played played the pass very well. First and ten. And here goes Zerger straight up the field. Big hole, 30, 35, 40. And he's down at about the 42, so a 22-yard gain by Brock Zerger on first down. Again. Respect for Dylan Edwards is setting those up. For you listeners out of state that maybe don't listen, Dylan Edwards this year was the hot, fastest high school athlete in the nation, clocking in at under 4-3 on a 40. This guy has legit speed. First and 10 Panthers. Again, Zerger straight up the middle this time. He's going to pick up at least five on first down. Brock Zerger. Well, and again, that was just a delayed quarterback draw. Zerger's able to pick up big yardage up the gut. And, uh, you know, we'll take those uh, five, six-yard carries all night long. 2.30 left in the first quarter. Panthers clinging to a six-point lead, 13-7. They're on the move on their own 47. Again, Zerger. He's going up the middle, stays on his feet, going to get out around midfield, so it's going to be, oh, what, third down and about two. And, again, this has just been Brock Zerger because they've been, you know, they've been keying on uh, Edwards. Well, again, we've been we've shown the ability to be able to throw the football in these situations as well. Third down and two. I'm sure it's four-down territory for Coach Clark. Clock moving a minute 50. Again, Panthers lead by 6, 13-7. They're right at midfield. I bet you see a Zerger run. I'm wrong. Edwards breaks out of a tackle, gets to the outside. 
He's going to get a first down, my goodness gracious. That was a highlight reel run. Well, and you're exactly right because it didn't look like there was anywhere for Dylan to go, and then he bounced outside, and it looked like he was going to get stopped again. Just uh, the ability to pick up a first down on that play, that was all Dylan Edwards. 46-yard line of uh, Washburn Rule now. First to 10 Panthers. Again, Zerger got a nice alley to run in. They missed a face mask penalty, uh, but uh, he still gets, I believe, a first down. They're moving the chains. Well, again, set up by a great option play by Brock Zerger of drawing the guys out as long as he could. That's great quarterback play by Zerger. Well, he's taking advantage of their concentration on number two. Oh, bad pitch. Good, good job by good. Zerger should have never well, pitched that. Well, what happened was Zerger dropped the the, the mm-hmm. uh, snap, and then, I, I, and I know Coach Clark's just crawling inside. He just tried to throw up a hail mary pitch to uh, Edwards, and man, as a quarterback, you got to know there are times I just got to take my loss and eat the football. Not a not a great decision, but luckily the Panthers recover. Panther, yeah, they lost seven or eight on the play, but you're right. We're lucky to recover. Again, Edwards, straight up the middle. He gets hit. He gets part of that back, so it's going to be third and about 14 for the Panthers. And I'm sure this is going to be uh, four-down territory inside the 40 of Washburn Rule. Under 30 seconds left. This could be the last play of the first quarter. Again, Panthers lead 13-7. Do a quick score. Uh, Manhattan 6, Wichita Northwest 0. That's in the second quarter. Third and long for the Panthers. Zerger getting the play from the sideline. Play clock's down under five. Yeah, we're going we'll, we'll we'll, to have to take a timeout. We'll, no, we ended the first quarter on that. All right. Well, it looked like Washburn Rule jumped, but uh, they didn't call it. So it's going to be 13-7 at the end of the first quarter. This is Panther football on a live 105. We'll be back. Tonight's Derby Panther football game is being broadcast worldwide on our online stream at Alive105KDKQ.com. And it's brought to you by La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. Derby Overhead offers a wide range of garage door services and is located at 3019 North Oliver in Derby. To set up an appointment, they can be reached at 788-8889 or at DerbyOverhead.com. Derby Overhead is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther football. All right. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby's got a third down and about a 14 on the 39-yard line. Uh, they lead 13-7 in really, a, so far anyway, the first quarter, pretty good defensive battle. Big third down for the Panthers. 
They use the Statue of Liberty to Edwards, and he gets back to the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be uh, fourth down and ten. I think we're in that range that Coach Clark's going to go for. It's still fourth and ten, but the ball's resting on Washburn Rural's 36. Yeah. So it's it's going to be fourth and long, but, you know, the Panthers have to try it. I mean, that first down play where we had the fumble, that, that really hurt us. It cost us eight or nine yards, and uh, we're back to where we started out pretty much. Back to pass. Oh, man, got a man open. Inside the five. <laughs> well, we had a man that got open, and it was like Washburn Rural defenders just forgot about him, and and our and we, we were able to catch the ball and uh, fall right at the five-yard line. Nice pitch and catch. First and goal now. That changes things. Zerger going to get maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Again, nice, uh, nice pitch and catch from the Panthers on that uh, on that play. Second down for the Panthers. Uh, they faked it to Edwards, and and Zerger kept actually lost the yard. Zerger going to get inside the five, down close to about the one or two. It's going to be maybe the two yard line, so it's going to be third down and goal from about the two. Nice run by Zerger. Again, this is a, a Washburn Rural team that's uh, very big. As we said in the, in the pregame, very blue-collar, you know, in your face. These guys are just going to work. They just work hard when they're out on a football field. Yeah, and clock's moving 10-20 left again. Panthers lead 13-7. They got it third down and about two, just inside the two-yard line. So this is kind of an important play here for the Panthers. Zerger's in the backfield alone. Now they send Edwards in motion. Zerger on a fake to Edwards, and he powers his way into the end zone. Does Zerger. Panthers lead now 19-7. to Well, you know, Doyle, it's fun to watch when that time Derby put Edwards in motion. He starts going across, and it's fun to watch teams just follow Dylan Edwards, follow a number two. But the Notre Dame commit does draw some attention. Well, he did. He did on that play, and uh, Zerger went to the near side, and like I said, he just powered his way into the end zone for a touchdown. Now the all-important extra point. Everything looks good, and it is, so with 9.59 left, uh, Panthers extend their lead to 20 to 7, and while we got a, while we got a break in the action, let's give a, another shout-out to our game night sponsors, the Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Paws Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, John Mendoza Photography, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, Fisher Media, El Magai Mexican Restaurant, and Derby Overhead. Again, if you're into any of these businesses, let them know you heard their ad on Friday Night Football on their your Panthers radio station. Well, after that play, Brock Zerger got up very slowly, and I notice he's over on the training table now. And uh, I don't know if there looks like maybe working on an ankle, but he got up like he and he did. He took a brutal hit on the play, but it, uh, toughness. It's number seven, Brock Zerger. So I, I'm sure he's fine. He'll be back in the ball game. Yeah, he's a senior, and and he he certainly if he can go, he wants to go. I mean. It, 
And we'll keep an eye on that. High and over end kick. Taken at about the six. Panthers played that one a lot better. They shut it down at about the 22, so that's where Washburn Rule will have it. First and 10. And a flag down, too, so we'll see whether that flag goes against the Panthers or against Rural. It's We're being late... told it could be a horse collar, so we'll it, see. It was a late flag. And they look like they're going to mark it off against the Panthers. So what started out as, as a very good uh, uh, coverage for the Panthers is going to turn into a big penalty. Yeah, it was a horse collar. I, I know it was a late flag. The guy was down, and but it was in, a, in kind of a scrum. So that moves the ball. Instead of having it on the 22, that moves it all the way out to the 37. So that was an expensive penalty. And they're going to hand it off this time straight ahead. And it's going to be stopped after a yard and a half or so, maybe two. So it's going to be second and eight for Washburn Rule. Yeah, what you like is Panthers are really going and swarm tackling tonight. The early season, you saw us miss a lot of tackles and let guys spin out and pick up, uh, you know, three and four yards after contact. Derby's done a good job tonight uh, disallowing those those things. Adams is in the backfield with DeWeese. He got, got a big tight end in motion. And again, they give it to Adams. He's going to get out and pick up oh, another three or four. It's going to be third down and, well, it's going to be third down and four. Yeah, again, that situation opposing teams don't want to get in here in Panther Stadium is have those third and four, third and fives, because if they don't pick up a first down here, they're going to have to punt the ball again. I, I would suspect we might see something pass-wise out of DeWeese. Yep, back to pass, straight back, being chased, just throws it up, and it's way over the head of the intended receiver, and that was due to the pressure from the Panther defense. No doubt, and Washburn Rural is going to be forced into another punting situation. You commit, uh, you know, it just uh, Panthers lead this ball game, but you don't want to give them an opportunity to get really quick, cheap scores. Well, the, the punter is Dayton Smoot. Again, right thus far, Derby's not believing it. They're yeah. they're staying in. Uh, we got one guy maybe a little bit back. We'll see if he falls back uh, when the ball's snapped. I don't think they're buying this. <laughs> and it looks like he's going to punt. This guy's got quite a leg too. He's he's uh, I believe he's the their kicker as well, and he's got quite a leg. It was hit inside the fifteen at about the thirteen. So that's where the Panthers will have it. With a 20-7 lead and 8.24 to go here in 
the first half. Uh, that was a good series by the Panther defense. Uh, and that, again, getting back to that overthrow on the pass, that was just him wanting to get rid of the ball because the Panthers were in on him pretty hard. Oh, we had four or five white helmets in there that time. And you're right, Dewey's just chucked it. I think he thought, man, I guess I'd rather go back to the line of scrimmage than take a 15 or 20 yard loss there. Well, give, it, give him credit for just trying to throw it away. And I mean, a lot of these high school level quarterbacks, they'll try to fit it in in a situation like that. So give him credit for, for just trying to get rid of the football. Yeah, yeah, great presence of mind. And I see Zerger's in the ball game, but he's limping just a tad. And he takes off with it. He's going to pick up one or two yards. He was a little hesitant on that run because I, I think he could have picked up a few more, but he was a little he- maybe tested out that ankle. Yeah, it could be that. or Yeah, and you're right. I mean, he took a shot down there. And I saw him get up very slowly, but he's a gamer. This guy, as we saw uh, earlier in the year, he's got legitimate speed as well. I mean, if he gets open, he's hard to catch. Yeah, he, he that's when he, to me, that's when he accelerates. If he hits the open field, then it seems like he turns a jet on somewhere, and he, he gets after it. Second down. Back to pass. Got a man open in the flat, caught, rose. It's going to be close to a first down. No, it's going to be a first down. Well, Rose was out on the Derby flat, Doyle. There wasn't a Washburn rural guy had an idea. He was out there. He was so wide open. So I kept waiting for Zerger to find him. He finally does, and just a nice pitch and catch. They, they sent uh, Edwards on a fly pattern, and that took up oh, some attention. Absolutely. Out of, the, out of the secondary. Again, Zerger. Breaks up the middle, picks up, I'm going to guess, two, maybe three on first down. It's going to be second and seven from the 31. And we haven't, you know, Zerger has carried the ball, so they must they must be following Edwards pretty good because mm-hmm. Zerger's been keeping it on his uh, reads. Yeah, anybody is crazy if they don't sit there and watch Dylan. As so many teams, as well as Washburn Rural, found out on the on the first touchdown run. Zerger got a little bit of a lane, gets hit hard by the line, the middle linebacker, and uh, I mean he got he got lit up. He did, and that's that's their Division One linebacker, who's also a an H back or a tight end. Uh, that is. Uh, Ty Weber, 6'3", 230, and he put all that into Zerger. He still picks up four on the play, so it's third down and about two and a half. Interesting play call here for Coach. Uh, third and fairly short, whether we go to the air or we uh, take a chance with uh, another option. Back to pass. And Zerger just he threw it away. Pretty good job by Zerger to keep from getting sacked. And they, they, he had no time on that. It's almost like uh, uh, Washburn Rule knew what we were calling that time. Well, and again, Zerger, good presence of mind. He throws the ball out of bounds as he's going down. Otherwise, Doyle, he loses 10 or 15 yards. So yep. good play by both quarterbacks uh, using their heads here. Yeah, instead of trying to trying to do something they can't do, they, that was a good throw by Zerger. Again, if, if he gets sacked... The line of scrimmage is inside the, the 25. Well, punt, two punts by Derby in the first half. How uh, uncharacteristic is that? Yeah, this is the second. That's right. That's 
Pretty good punt this time. It's going to roll back inside the 15. And it's going to be downed at about the 12 or 13 yard line. So good punt this time by Cooper. Yeah, Cooper Cooper made up for the other punt. Easily. And, uh, that time it took a great bounce. I thought Washburn Rural was going to try and catch it and call fair catch. Young man decided to let it go, and it uh, it ended up being a very uh, good punt for the Panthers. Yeah, he gets it all the way down to the 13-yard line where Washburn Rural will have it first and 10 from there. Again, we just want to mention that Washburn Rural will also get the uh, uh, kickoff to start the second half. I know we're a ways away from there. They hand it off straight ahead. Running back gets to the outside, and he's just a probably a touchdown-saving tackle outside the 30. Yeah, he, he finally found that seam inside and was able to uh, try and take it to the Washburn Rural sideline. And Fortunately, the Panthers finally bring him down by a shoestring. So that was a 20-yard, 21-yard gain on first down. It gets him out of a hole, really, out to regular field position now. Again, they give it to the tailback. Another big hole. He gets knocked down after about a five-yard five yard gain. So that's back-to-back plays that uh, uh, really Washburn Rule hadn't done all night. Well, thanks to Sam A, he doesn't pick up any more yardage than that. Now they bring in a new back. Minakwu. It's going to be second and five. Again, they give it straight ahead. Now they're they're finding holes in the Panther front that uh, weren't there in the first quarter and a half, or at least on this series. Yeah, it's going to bring up third and very, very short. Second and third and very, yes, third and very short, like maybe a football length. Yeah, inches. Washburn tries to get the Panthers to jump off sides. Luckily, we don't. Quarterback, keeper, big gain into Panther territory down at about the uh, third and yard line. Well, doing what we're Washburn Rules selling out on Dylan Edwards. That time we sold out on the handoff, and, and Deweese keeps the football and picks up big first down yardage. That's on the Panther. Looks like 40-yard line, first and 10. Remember now, this, this drive started on their 13, and they're already out to the Panther 40. Again, they give it to the tailback. This time he gets hit, stood up by Miles Wash, and uh, very little gain on first down. Well, I think what Washburn Rural is trying to do now is, you know, Derby, they were passing, passing, passing. Now they're trying to get us to respect that run a little bit. And so don't, uh, don't be surprised if Deweese comes back here in the next play or two throwing the ball. 20-7, Panthers lead. 3.30 left in the half. Back to pass. Now he just pulls it down. He's gonna. He's got a big lane to run in. He gets knocked out of bounds inside the th- twenty-five at about the twenty-yard line. So, well, again, nice play by Deweese. I mean, he fell back into into in the pocket, and Panther started breathing down his throat, and he immediately tucked the ball and found a big lane to run in on the Panther sideline. I, I'm thinking, just based on what I've watched, I'm thinking that was a design. Uh, he he probably had no intention of throwing the football. And again, they give it to the tailback, and he's going to pick up nearly 10. So they found something in the Panther defense that uh, 
that they're they're taken advantage of because we have not stopped them on one play on this drive. A score update: Manhattan now thirteen, Wichita Northwest three. First and second and three. Again, they give it to the tailback. I think he's going to get back maybe a yard. It's going to be third down and about a yard and a half inside the Panther 15. Well, Samuel Same again on a tackle. The big Iowa State uh, guy is uh, playing a good ball game so far. Looks like it's going to be third and two. This is obviously four down territory. Again, they give it straight ahead. First down inside the 10. Yeah, that was just straight ahead power football. As we said, that's about as blue collar as you get. Well, and, and you know what we're seeing here is a could be could be if the worst happens an 87 yard drive and they'll get the ball to start the second half. So, yeah, Dole, this drive's all been run. Yes, I mean that's what they're they're having success is running the football. They are just running it right down our our throats, I guess, right now. Again, straight ahead. Got down to the five. It's going to be second goal from about the five. That's uh, Adams doing the bulk of the carrying. Well, football is a lot of adjustments. We talk about it week in and week out. It's making adjustments, and you got to give a lot of credit to Washburn because they've uh, made that adjustment. They figured that these things weren't working. Let's go to the run, and they've had luck with it. Yeah, they, they've, they've made some on-the-fly adjustments, without a doubt. Again, gets to the outside, touchdown. Yeah, no flags on the field, so just a uh, good drive by Washburn Rule with uh, 120 left in the first half. Doyle, it was, again, all run. That was 87, 87 yards, and, and again, it, it and the, the Adams did what uh, Dylan Edwards has been doing. He, he bumped right. We didn't set the edge, so he bumped right to the outside. Nobody touched him. Easy five-yard run. It's moot, I believe. A little bit of a high snap. I don't think that makes any difference. It's now 20 to, 30, 20 to 14, so here, here we go. I hope we're not talking about that missed extra point later on. <laughs> well, again, Panthers got in, nearly blocked that. When he kicked that ball, he barely slid it in on the right uh, goalpost. So uh, good job by the Panthers uh, of trying to get in. And, well, we got plenty of time left. A minute 20, uh, should have all our timeouts left, as does Washburn Rural. So, uh, you know, if you're Panthers, you don't want anything silly. You don't want to see Washburn do something, uh, try an onside kick, catch you off guard. So uh, you definitely want to go into half with some momentum on your shoulders. Yeah, and, and we need that momentum. Uh, it's it's 20, to, 20 to 14, and, you know, that's, that's a pretty close game. And, you know, it's a one-score game, and, you know, the Panthers are uh, – you know, they, they've got, like you said, they've got plenty of time to put one in. I mean, if Dylan Edwards springs loose, all he needs is about six seconds. But uh, he, uh, they're, they're watching him pretty close. They're, they're, their game plan is around stopping him. Okay, you got to watch for anything on this kick. 
And it's going to be another pooch kick. Going to be fielded at about the 32. And got hit hard and knocked out of bounds right around the 35. But the Panthers are going to have fairly good field position with a minute 17 left in the first half. And they lead by six. 20 to 14. Well, we'll see what Coach Clark comes out with. I mean, we've got all kinds of gadgets up our sleeve. We've seen, you know, double reverses. We've seen, you know, anything and everything here. It just depends on how uh, how crazy Coach Clark wants to get down uh, in his own territory. It probably might depend on the first player, too, uh, how wide open he goes. And there's Zerger. Picked up two, and that's it. Well, again, give Washburn rule credit. Uh, what was opening up is a big hole. They filled with a linebacker coming over and, and filling that gap as that hole was expanding. You had a linebacker come in and fill in, so they did a good job adjusting. Plus, plus the other six are watching number two. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're keeping him under wraps. Back to pass. Caught. We've got a penalty marker. I'm going to guess we're going to get called for holding. So this may be a uh, pretty much just let the time run out. And... Again, if you're Washburn Rural, you, you know you you take the penalty, it backs you up, and you got still second down, and you replay the down. But uh, if you're Washburn Rural, you got three timeouts as well. I I don't see what the Whitecaps doing. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to guess it's a hold. Yeah, it was had, a hold. We had our guys sitting around there. So that's going to be ten more yards back in our own territory. So. Well, Dole, anytime you have three offensive linemen and one guy on the other team and they're all standing around, the flag goes up, you got to assume it's uh, not going to go well for you. Second and 20 for the Panthers with 45 seconds left. So the momentum's wearing a blue helmet right now. I mean, uh, uh, Panthers had a three and out. Washburn Rule went down on 87 yards and scored. Now it looks like we're not going to do much here their last possession. But we could. Back to pass goes Zerger. Picked off. And, boy, we it was picked off, but our guy knocked the ball out of the guy's hands to save an interception. And then nearly caught him himself. Hey, with 37 seconds, remember to stick around, get your favorite drink at halftime, whatever. But stick around for the Fidelity Bank halftime report. We'll go over stats, talk a little bit about how this first half's gone. Well, it's been... Uh, pretty even really i mean the only thing that's not even is the score but uh, it's been really a pretty even first half not even the score is not out of, out of you know we've had some games where you know we were up by five touchdowns and it's like god oh, we only touched the ball a couple times offensively but uh, this has been a well uh, well thought first half of football and you got to kind of wonder what what uh, the panthers are going to do I, I would suspect they'd have a running play here Oh, and it's the Statue of Liberty. It went nowhere again. That's the second time we've ran it. And now they're calling timeout, so we have to punt to them with 29 seconds left. Well, as I said, I thought that would maybe in the, the situation that was going to come up with them having three timeouts, that they were going to utilize those. So now the Panthers are going to be punting away and giving Washburn Rural a couple of shots at the end zone. Yeah, that, that, that didn't fool anybody. That... Uh, that was, I looked. I think it was a Statue of Liberty. It what was. they call a Statue of Liberty. I don't know what they call it today, but uh, you know that leads to a timeout, and uh, you know we've got to have a good punt out of Cooper. 
We got well, it. here's a here's a score in the second half that might uh, kind of surprise uh, some people. Hutch fourteen, May seven. Yeah, that surprises me. <laughs> that really surprises me. Well, that surprises everybody, I'm sure. Circle twenty, McPherson seven, Wamigo twenty one, Andover Central seven. Again, just a couple of uh, area scores. Again, we need a good punt by Cooper, and they're not sending they're, anybody. Yeah, they're back. not buying it. They're, they're not sending anybody back. By they, I mean Washburn. Well, they got one guy about fifteen yards back, but they don't have anybody back deep. Now he's kind of backing up. Good snap. Yeah, it's a pretty good punt. Going to hit it about the thirty-five. Take. Take a, our guy just let it bounce. It bounced back five or six yards. Yeah. He's, it's on the 40 now instead of the 35. Yeah, so so really Washburn Rural has fairly good field position with 23 seconds and still two timeouts. That's a pretty good punt by Cooper. And, uh, you know, it, take, it takes a Washburn Rural bounce. And like I said, our guy just stood there and watched it and uh, should have just downed it right there. So the ball's on. They're 60 yards away from the end zone. I, I don't know that they're going to do anything real fancy. They've put their tail back way back. So we'll see if uh, what they do. And that, that's what I, yeah, I they're thought. Gonna, they're going to go in the half trailing by six. Well, they just went. They're taking a knee. I, I mean, I don't know. They take a, a knee and, and a penalty. Well, I guess uh, the five yards he took from the loss from that. But I'm a little bit surprised. Well, it, it, that's going to end the first half. Washburn rules going in on some. You can see it on their side. They're going in on some pretty good emotion and uh, a pretty good high. You can see them, and uh, uh, I'm not sure. Panthers are going to have to kind of step it up a little bit in the second half. Well, I'm going to bet that at halftime you'll see a very vociferous Coach Clark in the in the locker room. I, I, I can't believe any other way. Uh, me neither. Me neither. It sounds sounds like a good one to me, but uh, – Panthers going into the to the halftime locker room where again uh, if you watch the body language, uh, uh, Washburn Rules just happy to be trailing by six and they they got a lot of momentum taking it into the locker room. Oh, without question, and you know again you come to a very hostile environment in Derby and you you're in a ball game. They know what happened. They know what happened to. Topeka. They know what happened to Lawrence last week, and so you stick around. And if you're blue collar, no, you know as well as I do, you buy into this thing. And if you're a coach and you walk in, you go, guys, it's twenty to fourteen at halftime. You got to get yourselves pumped up pretty high, and you're going to get the ball first first of the half. Yeah, and that that's the big deal. Get because because right now the momentum is with them, and and uh, that's the big deal coming out in the second half and taking advantage of that situation. And with the momentum, but uh, hopefully the Panthers will go in and make some small adjustments. I don't think they need wholesale or big adjustments, just some small adjustments and uh, kind of shut that run down. And uh, then you're going to force the pass game, and, you know, that may be a totally different story. Well, again, I think you have to make those adjustments. If you're, you got to figure out more ways to get the ball in Dylan Edwards' hands. Cats off to Washburn Rural, other than the one long touchdown Dylan took. You know, they're even watching him coming out of the backfield. I noticed on that last time uh, before we punted the ball away, Dylan was really bottled up. I mean, they kept him from getting downfield. So 
If you're Derby, hey, how do we get him open? What kind of things do we need to do to stop the run that Washburn Rural started having success with on their last touchdown? Yeah, and I, and I agree. We need to, we need to figure out more ways to get the ball in Dylan Edwards' hands. Uh, he probably hadn't carried what five, maybe less than ten times, I'm sure. And uh, we've got to we've got to figure out more ways of getting him the ball and letting him do his thing out in space, hopefully. And, uh, you know, Zerger's done a good job. He's he's uh, made good reads, and, you know, he's had some lanes to run in. So, but, you know, they're, they're not watching Zerger. I guess they don't feel like he can hurt him. But, uh, you know, they, they sure are keeping a close eye on number two. As we said, they did some adjustments where they started taking into account Zerger running up inside on that option play. So, again, a great job of coaching by Washburn Earl. Panthers lead. By 6, 20 to 14 at halftime. This is Panther Football on a live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM, your exclusive home for Panther Football on radio. We'll be back. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at alive 105kdkq.com. Fisher Media Company offers video, audio, graphic, and web services for churches and businesses alike. Fisher Media is a strong believer in Alive 105's mission and strategy on being a light to Derby, Kansas, and the surrounding areas. Fisher Media is a proud partner of Alive 105 and a sponsor of Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 20 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. DNM Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website dnmmechanicals.com. Derby Nutrition is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby, serving healthy meal smoothies, high-quality protein, clean energy drinks, teas, and protein coffee. Derby Nutrition is located at 200 North Baltimore and can be reached at 260-5557 and on their Facebook page, Derby Nutrition and Energy. Derby Nutrition, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. John Mendoza is a Derby High School graduate and professional photographer celebrating 50 years of photography. Mendoza Photography features senior portraits, family portraits, and John has personally photographed over 1,800 weddings. John can be reached at 316-804-5987. John's portfolio is available at www.mendoza.photography. For the past 16 years, Artistic Builders has offered home building in Derby and the surrounding area. Artistic Builders offer different plans to make your dream home come true. They can be reached at 650-7536 or on their website, artistic.builders. Artistic Builders is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. TenderCare offers unprecedented landscaping and outdoor living features, including cook centers, pools, and patios, as well as irrigation install and repair. Find them on the web at TenderCareLandscape.com, or you can reach them at 788-5416. TenderCare, located at 219 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. 
Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991, specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, and Saturdays 9 till 4. They can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been serviced vehicles at Derby, Kansas. They offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 788-0514. Wilhite Automotive is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Offering fresh, authentic Mexican food, La Hacienda is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby. They can conquer any craving with their 70-plus dishes and amenities like tableside guacamole, live music, and an outside patio. La Hacienda is located at 1138 North Nelson Drive and can be reached at 927-2900 for call-ahead service. La Hacienda, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Build Station Dinosaurs is a prehistoric experience featuring over 40 life-size, moving, and realistic dinosaurs that's thrilling, educational, and fun for the family. This September, sleep under the stars with Cretaceous Camping, Fridays and Saturdays. More information on their website, kansasdinos.com. Build Station Dinosaurs is located on the north side of Derby at 2999 North Rock Road. Build Station Dinosaurs is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. From the day you spot the house, the one you've dreamed about, until the day you make it yours, there are a lot of steps along the way. The experienced loan experts at Fidelity Bank are local and have helped thousands of people throughout the Wichita area become homeowners. At Fidelity, we believe the process should be as comfortable as home. So when you need a mortgage, let's talk. To learn more, visit fidelitybank.com slash homeloans. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Tonight's Panther Football Halftime Report is brought to you by Fidelity Bank of Derby. Bravely onward. And we're back at Panther Stadium. Uh, we're at halftime right now. Uh, Panthers lead in this one 20-14 to 14 in a game where, you know, Derby took the lead 7-0 and, and uh, Washburn Rule came back with a score to tie it up. Then Panthers went down and Scored again, missed the extra point to make it 13-7. Then the Panthers scored again, make it 20-7. And uh, now Washburn Rule went on an 87-yard drive to at the closing of the first half. And uh, now it's where it sets at 20-14. to Well, i got to give a little credit to our band. We see this every year out of these guys. These guys are... Are, are a state championship quality band as well. And the drum line has the uh, the old metal trash cans down, and they're doing their thing. And so it just goes to teach you that it's not always the equipment that makes you a superstar. Well, it's it. I, I got a grandson that plays a drum for South High, so it'll be 
I'll have to ask him if he's bought a trash can yet. Yeah, you need to you need to tell him. Yeah, I was going to say exactly. You need to tell him, hey, man, this is how we do it down in Derby. So, Doyle, let's just go ahead and jump into the Fidelity Bank uh, halftime stats for the ball game. In the first half, fairly evenly matched. Panthers 13 first downs, Washburn and Burrell 11. Rushing yards, Burrell's done a pretty darn good job. 26 attempts for the Panthers, 170 yards. For Washburn Rural, 19 attempts on the ground, 113. Well, here's the key. Average yards per rush, they've kept us to 6.5. Last week, it was over 10. Our season average is around 10. So if you're Washburn Rural, you got to look at that thing and go, hey, we've cut that nearly in half, and that's key to a lot of the success. There's a, there's absolutely no doubts about that. I know they're in the they're in the locker room talking about that probably right now. That That was a good step for them. Passing yards, Panthers 4 for 7 for 85. Washburn Rural, we've made them a little uncomfortable with the pass. 3 for 13 for just 57 yards. Well, and, and yeah, and that's what they did up till that last drive. And, and I believe uh, they ran, I don't know how many plays, but they r- ran every play and drove it 87 yards for their last score. So, yeah, uh, you know, and they haven't thrown the ball much since. In fact, they haven't thrown it at all since then. Again, 3 for 13 may be part of that answer. Total yards in the first half, Panthers 245, Rural 178. Doy again, the average yards per play, Panthers 7.4, Washburn Rural 5.4. So a little bit more by the defense than what we're used to giving up as well. Yeah, and and that, you know, I'm not surprised about uh, uh, Derby's total yardage, but, I, you know, I I didn't realize that Washburn Rural had gotten as many as they did. But well, here's again tells you how close things are right now. Third down conversions, both teams three for seven. Fourth down conversions, both teams one for one. Sacks, we've gotten to them uh, once for minus four yards, but again, shows you how close this ball game really is. Brock yeah. Zerger, four for seven, as we mentioned, for 75 yards in the first half. Nathan Keener has one catch for 31. Talon Neal has one for 29. And Trayvon Rose, one for 11. Rushing yards, Dylan Edwards, 11 touches for 102 yards. Brock Zerger, 14 touches for 68 yards. Again, Doyle, great. You know, most people would go, man, if my running back has 102 yards at half, life's pretty good. But this is a Dylan Edwards that usually at this point has 200 yards at half. Yeah, and, and uh, again, uh, Washburn Rules got a good game plan going against the Panthers, uh, and it's one of those deals where you know what do you, what do you do? We've we've held them down pretty good, and uh, you know I, I I'm watching Washburn Rules kicker, he come out on the field and uh, he's. He's practicing. Yeah, no doubt. Let's finish the stats up. Doyle again for the half. 245 yards for the Panthers, 178. Again, the all-important. Right now, we're happy. The scoreboard says Derby 20, Washburn Rural 14. Yes, and uh, Panthers need to hold on to that. Again, we'll remind fans or listeners that uh, uh, Washburn Rural will get the ball to start the second half. We're probably six minutes away from the start of the second half, and that's including the obligatory three-minute warm-up. So this is Panther Football on a live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM. We'll be back. 
Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States. Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. El Maguey Mexican Restaurant is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football and can be found at 1221 North Rock Road in Derby. Offering multiple options for lunch and dinner, they can be reached at 613-8806 for curbside or in-store pickup. Elma Gay, a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther Football. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and Live 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. Johnson & Company was founded in 1983, offering a full range of accounting services while giving you the individual attention that you need. They are located at 325 East Madison and can be reached at 788-0555. Johnson & Company is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther Football. Greedy Cletus, what's wrong? Didn't you hear? The whole family is coming to stay with us, 37 adults and 52 kiddos. What am I supposed to do? We could take them to the Derby Public Library for fall programs. What are you talking about, Mooney Pie? The library's fall programs have events for both kids and adults. Toddler time, preschool story time, adventures, tween zone, and Teen Tuesday. But what about the grown folk? Adults 18 plus can try our free Derby DIY classes or watch a movie at the library lounge. I just hope Great Uncle Milton doesn't lose his teeth again. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. Paz Photography specializes in family and senior portraits. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography, or they can be reached at 631-5417. Paz Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. 
menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. Yeah, we're back at Panther Stadium, and uh, Panthers lead right now, 20-14. to 14. Uh, We're a minute and a half away from the start of the second half in which a uh, half in which that uh, Washburn Rule will get the ball to start, and it looks like Kevin the wind. I, I don't know. It doesn't look like the wind is much factor right now, but uh, you never know. We're up here and the kids are downstairs on the field, so it, it there may be a little wind yet. Yeah, and Doyle, as they, as they went in the locker room, I'm with you. It, it was sure appeared that Washburn Rule had a lot of pep in their step as they went in. Panthers went in slow, and, you know, as I said, I figured it was going to be very vociferous at halftime. Panthers came out early, way earlier than normal. They came back out on the field, so you have to figure that uh, Coach Clark got what he wanted to say said. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, I think – I think the kids will come out. They'll, they'll be ready to go. These these guys, we've said it all year. We've said it the whole time Coach Clark is his whole tenure. You know, they make adjustments. Uh, they can make them on the fly, but they make the big-time adjustments at halftime. And uh, this will be a good thing for the Panthers. Well, and I think, you know, Coach Wietrich's the guy that, you know, they started running the ball. That's where they started having success. Coach Wietrich has to make the adjustments with his defense. And if you're Coach Clark, you got to figure out, more options to either get the ball in receivers' hands or get the ball in Dylan Edwards' hands every week. Anyone that plays this game or has played this game knows the, that you know to open up the run, you got to be able to pass and vice versa. And that's what Washburn Rural did. It's like, hey, our passing game is not working, so we got to get the run established. So now, if you're Derby, you got to be able to watch for both of those threats. Well, Washburn Rural will have the football to start again. Uh, they're going to be defending the South Goal. Panthers will be kicking off. Uh, again, they lead 20 to 14. This is just the start of the second half. Uh, you know, again, let's let's put the first half behind us and uh, look forward here on the second half. And uh, Panthers are looking to to shut this out and maybe making it to the finals of the Western bracket for next week. The winner will play again next week, and it'll be the finals of the West Side 16 team bracket. Well, that team will be either Wichita Northwest or Manhattan, so that's why we keep trying to keep you updated on those scores. Jessup will be kicking off, and again, he, has, he hasn't hit the ball too deep tonight, not, not what we're used to. And he hit this one a little bit better, and it's going to go into the end zone. So it's going to be a 20-yard start for... Washburn Rule, the Junior Blues is what they're called. They're going to have it first and 10 from their own 20. And, Dole, that was another one of those respect things for the Derby uh, kicking game because that ball hit on about the three-yard line, and Washburn Rule didn't even attempt to field it. Yeah, he just let it go over his head. What? I, and maybe their instruction is if it's going to go over your head, just let it go. And uh, that's pretty much what happened. He was standing at about the 7, and it went over his head at the 7. Again, uh, DeWeese and Adams in the backfield starting the second half. Quick pass to the flat, caught. It looked like he dropped down to a knee, and I think that's how they're going to mark it. He made a couple of more yards, but the official was right on the spot and uh, moved it back to the 25. Yeah, Washburn Rural opens uh, the second half just like they did uh, first time they got the ball, and that's throwing the football. 
Second and five. Back pass again, just a quick hit out in the flat, and it was well short of the intended receiver. It's almost like it slipped out of his hand. And he looks at one of his his running back, and he was kind of pointing, and I don't know, he's shaking his leg out like something might be wrong with that, but well underthrown. So it's going to be third and five. And really, you know, the way they've been running the ball, they could run or throw this one. It's their option. They show motion. Again, on a run, and he goes down at about the 24-yard line. It looked like he might have tripped or something, but I don't know that he went much farther. Well, Panthers showed blitz. They put pressure on him, so he was very lucky he didn't get sacked. And you're right. He tried to take off running. He, he kind of stumbled on his own feet, but it wasn't going to matter because there was three Panthers ready. So Panther defense came out and did their job. That's exactly right. That's that's what you couldn't – again, that's one of those things you can't you – can't, put down on paper any better than that a little bit of a high snap nice high punt fair catch at about the 42 that was a late signal by edwards but uh you know he he made a signal it was very clear and uh panthers are going to have it on a uh, just shy of their 42 well it wasn't too far from the panther sideline and so might have been getting a little help from a coach yelling Fair catch, fair catch, because you're right. But, again, what a nice job by Edwards catching the ball, not getting those extra bounce yards. First and ten, Panthers. Defense come out and did their thing. Let's see if the offense, what it can do to start this second half. Quick pitch to Edwards. Gets to the outside, makes a couple guys miss. He's going to get out close to midfield. I don't. I don't like the way he fell down there. Was knocked down, but he's getting yeah, up. There's a flag right. on the penalty. It's going to be a hold against. Going to be a hold on the Panthers. One of our wide receivers, I'm sure, was holding. Yeah, so that's going to come back. Doyle, I was kind of watching this Washburn rural defense when they set up, and, and I don't remember seeing it earlier. But they're playing a uh, free safety way back in center field. I, I don't know what his job is back there, whether it's whatever you do, try not to let Dylan Edwards get completely gone or, or what. Now they fall back into a more typical defense. But, well, yeah, that was a strange defense. Well, one, one safety's not one-on-one oh, with no, Dylan he, Edwards is going to lose 100% of the time. I, I agree. But, anyway, it's first and 20 now for the Panthers. Again, Edwards straight up the middle, makes a couple guys miss. He gets out to midfield. It's going to be second and short. Well, Doyle, in that time, Panthers were in a shotgun formation, which I can count on one hand the times this year that we've run out of, uh, or excuse me, out of the pistol, that, that we've run out of the pistol, which is, is Edwards straight behind uh, Zerger. We just rarely do it. Lined up in it again. Second and short. Again, they pitch it back to Edwards. He gets a fairly good block stays on his feet it's going to be third and about one good good run by dylan edwards he was hit awful hard and managed to fall forward well Doyle, he, he he did a lot of run and a lot of hard running to pick up half a yard i mean that was all dylan edwards brings up third and very short third and one so you think derby talked at halftime about we need to get dylan more involved he's seen the ball every time this drive well he's in a backfield I'm sure Panthers will show some kind of motion quick snap and pushing forward it looks I fumbled he fumbled 
I think Washburn's got I it. I think they did, too. Yeah, Zerger was going to probably get the first down, but he uh, instead coughs up, coughs up the football duel. Very uncharacteristic for Brock Zerger. Well, yeah, that and that he was trying to sneak up under center. and Well, and, the minute uh, he snuck up under center, Washburn Rural seen it. They, they, they know that's happened. They come flying up, and they really packed the box. Zerger, I think, was going to get the first down on extra effort, but you know, the ball was stripped out of his hand. Well, that, that was just that, – that's just not – the way you want to start your second half. I mean, goodness gracious. Puts Panther defense really on point right now. They give it to the tailback. He's going to pick up maybe a couple of yards. Looked like Wash was in on the play. Well, the defense came out. They've made that run adjustment so far, it looks like, here in the second half. So you got to figure that uh, Washburn Hurl's going to have to go back to the air program. 20-14, to 14, Panthers lead. They just turned the ball over at midfield. Back to pass. Got a man in the flat. And he's going to be close to a first down. It's four-down territory, that's for sure. Oh, without doubt, it's four-down territory here. Again, football is a game of momentum right now going into the half. Uh, Rural had some momentum, and they've got it right now again. Third third, and about two. Derby still leads 20-14. to 14. They give it to the tailback. He's going to get – he's going to be – Maybe short of the first down by about a yard, but again, it's four four down territory. I'm sure. Yeah, they're not hardly giving him any forward progress. In comes some new guys. I think I think Washburn Rural is going to at least act like they're going to punt the football. Again, game of field position may be a wise choice. Well, yeah, and and their punter is back. Number three is the punter, but I don't know that the Panthers are buying that. Oh, either. I, I don't think they'll buy it. But if you're Washburn Rural, probably a pretty good de- decision here. Your short man could be. High snap. Oh, and the ball's going to go. Not a good punt. Oh, but it took a heck of a bounce. Goodness gracious, that well, thing hit it at the 30-yard line and bounced 20 yards to the north. It did. It looked like it. And that's what I said. It was kind of kicked off the side of his foot. And it's like, man, he's only going to get 10 or 15 yards out of this punt. <laughs> Instead, the ball hit like your old chip shots and just kind of had a, had a nice little spin to it. A yeah, spin to the inside. Those are the good chip shots. <laughs> well, they, they marked it on about the 20-yard line, so not not as bad as I, I thought initially. So it must have went out of bounds because it ended up stopping inside the 15. So it must have went out of bounds and just hugged the line there. Anyway, Panthers have it. They lead 20-14. to 14. Edwards, he gets to the outside, makes a couple guys miss, and he's going to get run out of bounds at about the – He's just fast. Well, he, I mean, he's he, he just was forced. fast. We picked up a nice block by a wide receiver. Coach Clark talked about that, that he's getting better blocks out of his wideouts. That time he got uh, did a good job. But if you're if you're Washburn Rural, you go, okay, we let him pick up seven. We didn't let him take it to the house. It, look, it looks like uh, Dylan is trying to uh, uh, set him up on the edge and then bounce to the outside is what it's, what it's looking like. He's had the most success doing that. Second and three. Again, Edwards, he's going to get 
maybe back to the line of scrimmage. There wasn't much there for him. They're they're just selling out on him. That that's that's the bottom line. They're selling out on number two. Yeah, well coached. I mean, what are you gonna do? And Edwards knew that coming into the season that teams were gonna sell out against him. And just a lot of times he just got so much more athletic ability that teams can't contain him. That's why if he gets past the initial contact area, he's going to go all the way because <laughs> they've already sold and they're already back there. So it's third and third and three. They got to get to the thirty. Zerger. He's going to get to the 30. It looks like first down Panthers. Yeah, they're going to move the sticks. So nice, tough run by Brock Zerger finding room up in the middle. We got an official down, Doyle. Oh, we do. My yeah, goodness. We've got a, that's kind of a unique situation that uh, we've got an official that's uh, down on the ground, and he got hit hard. Don't know what exactly is going on, but, oh, I, you know, you never want to see that, ever. Well, I've seen, I seen Dr. Needery hustling out there. And uh, yeah, those. Uh, well, those you forget officials. these guys don't have pads on, and they're running around with uh, 17, 18 year old kids, and it's a it's just a violent sport. Yes, I, I, I think it was the, I want to say the back judge. Now we see the white hat for sure. Doyle, another score update: Manhattan thirteen, Wichita Northwest ten. So again, that's a game we're really watching. Cause well, we it, had we had that discussion earlier about you know I, I I we both figured Manhattan would win, but we just didn't know how bad it would be harder to beat Northwest the second time. Oh, it's a yeah, that's a, and we know that uh, Northwest has a lot of talented athletes. Yeah, we'll see if this official can uh, continue on even. Yeah, I I don't know that. Uh, I know in the in the in college and the pros they have it a an extra official, you know. But I don't know that they do that in high school. Maybe they do. He's he's limping around on his leg, his left left leg. It looks like. I'm gonna keep an eye on him. See where they got him. Somebody just must have flew in and hit him. Yeah, I'm not sure, but it looks. Looks like he's, and we see Coach Clark and him talking to the White Hat, so I don't know. Looks like he's going to continue on. Yeah, he is the back. He's, yeah. He's not the back judge, but he's the uh, guy just behind the defensive line of scrimmage in with the linebackers. Well, he's limping a little bit, but it looks like he's going to gut it out. (laughs) First and ten Panthers. They send Edwards in motion. Back to pass. Zerger's got a man. Almost intercepted. Yeah, not a not a probably super well advised throw by Zerger that time. Kind of threw it in traffic. And we used Dylan Edwards' decoy again. We tried to pull as many guys over to Dylan while he was in motion that time, but just a well played uh, secondary. Uh, it, it looked like uh, Brock might have had room to run if he'd have just pulled it down and and uh, uh, took off with it. There's a whole bunch of guys around that receiver. Pitch back to Edwards. Cuts back. He just makes every run just pins and needles. Oh, he does because of his ability. But if you're Washburn Rural, it's now third and nearly eight. So uh, they've done a good job on this uh, series. They haven't let him out. He hasn't been able to break away since that touchdown in the first quarter, I believe. And that, uh, yeah, he just hit the edge quicker than they could, and they've uh, made the adjustment. 
Should be a passing situation for the Panthers. Oh, reverse. Got a bit of a seam. First down and more inside Washburn territory run out of bounds at about the 40-yard line. Well, Doyle, there's that bag of tricks that we talked about. We thought we might run before half, and just a nice little uh, reverse. I think Edwards might have got it, just pitched the ball back, and, you know, a really well-executed play that takes us into uh, Washburn rural territory. I'm thinking it might have been Rudy on the, on the reverse. Oh, man, got a man wide open. Trayvon Rose inside the 20 down to about the 18 or 19. Well, what'd we do that time? Zerger acts like he's going to pitch it to Edwards to see if they'd bite. And you know what you're doing? You're trying to pull those defensive backs up where they're going to get into run situation. Rose was wide open. 5.50 to go. Panthers lead 20 to 14. Zerger on a keeper. And he, yeah, he, he'd have been better off taking it inside. He tried to go outside with it, and pick, he still picked up a couple three yards, but he, he had a nice lane if he'd have cut it inside. Well, and I think he, he realized that a little too late. By the time he cut inside, they had some backside pursuit. They were able to bring him down with little gain. But, but again, it's easy for us to see it up here. Got a little better view, huh? Yes. There goes Edwards. Still on his feet. Nice spin move inside the 10 down to about the 9. It's going to be close to a first down, but I don't believe he'll be quite there. Again, just a fun run by Edwards that time when it looked like there was nothing there. He brings it down to just a ball length away from a first down. Zerger, first down, inside, touchdown. Well, again, what Brock Zerger do, the veteran quarterback, runs the option play, waits, 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 and you can see all the rural guys go, I'm not letting Dylan Edwards have it. Zerger walks into the end zone. That's a nice nice drive by the Panthers. Uh, uh, nothing real, just the pass play or the reverse was what got them going, and uh, the rest of it was pretty much what I'd call blue collar, three, four, five yards at a time. And uh, now we're going for the all-important extra point. And it is good, so it's 27-14 with 4.55 left. Nice drive by the Panthers that time. Uh, they kept me, kept me a little bit nervous for a minute, no but it was question. a nice drive. Let's give a shout-out to our game night sponsors. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, DNB Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaurs, Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants, and DM Mechanical. These, these sponsors bring these games to you on Friday night, these exciting games. So if you're in their place of business, let them know that you heard their advertisement on Panther football on KDKQ Alive 105. Yeah, and just remember you can watch, you can listen to these games later on anywhere you want on your favorite podcast. So, you know, tune in again. We always say it, let grandma, grandpa listen to it the next day if they weren't able to hear it. Uh, again, just a great job by uh, Mark and the guys at the station. Here's the kickoff. High end over end. It's going to be fielded at about the, oh, the seven. Cuts to the outside. Panthers shut that off. Good, good, uh, good uh, 
kick return defense by the Panthers. Uh, he received, he got it on about the seven. They shut him down at about the twenty. So. I think they're giving him progress out to the 21. Uh, as we say every week, the fans that listen to us regularly, they know that we spend a ton of time on these special teams. And as Coach Clark said, we don't just throw it in at the end of practice and go, oh, yeah, let's work a little bit of this. We work these things religiously every week. I know if I can remember right back when I was playing football, we, that, we did just exactly what you said the last five or ten minutes of practice. Well, let's, let's do a little punting, and that's about it. Straight ahead, Adams, he got hit and shut down after, I'm going to say a couple yards, going to be second and eight. Now, so far in the second half, it looks like Coach Wiedrich's uh, figured out that run game. And, uh, that's again, it's football's a game of adjustments. We've got Same limping a little bit, limping a lot, as a matter of fact. But he's still in there. Back to pass. Quick pass out in the flat. Well, kind of the middle of the field. Just one of those little four or five yarders. It's going to be third down and four. Yeah, for those old-time listeners, that was really kind of the old button hook. Yeah. <laughs> Go five and turn around. Third and four. Timeout Panthers, I'm pretty sure, because we had a guy running on the field very late. Yeah, good call by Coach Coach Clark because you figure you're third and four. You don't want to give them a first down. If you're able to stop them here, well, they're punting the ball to the ball again to you, and you're going to get good field position. Yeah, it's 358 left. Again, Panthers lead 27-14 after a nice, uh, I'm going to guess, 80-yard drive. Uh, kind of a mixed mix bag of plays. Nothing, you know, no, just not just running. Not just passing. In fact, the big play was a uh, reverse. And it's one of those that I, I think that's on page like 415 of Coach Clark's 700-page playbook. Yeah, but again, <laughs> what a great call in that situation. Great as call. you pitch the ball to Dylan Edwards, what's everybody in the house thinking? Up, oh, I got to get him. He's going to get to the edge. And he pitches the ball back to, again, we think it was Colton Rudy. And, and we pick up uh, first down yardage and take it deep into uh, rural territory. This, this could be a, a big play for our defense right here. If we can hold them, force a punt here, uh, this might be big. Back to pass. Oh. Oh, yeah. Just a, It was one of those plays where you expect your guy to be in one spot. He cut up. It was almost like a like a hook fly, and uh, no one was there. He, he, he did the fly part. And I'm not so sure that uh, quarterback didn't, you know, hitch and go, whatever you want to call him. He was left alone, and he threw the ball to nobody. Well, Panthers are believing they're going to punt this time. Yeah, I, think, I think you have deep. to. First, first, time, first time tonight, back to pass, and there's a penalty marker on the play. If that's against the Panthers, then uh, it's going to give – it's going to give Washburn. Oh, no question. You, you surely down. hope that it's not. Panthers uh, haven't really shown anything yet. We'll see. I don't know what it would have been. I think they're going to go. Yeah. Judging by the official, they're going back against Washburn Rural. So you're right. That would have been one of those penalties, Doyle. A mental mistake that would have driven Coach Wietrich mad. Yeah. Yeah. So that moves the ball back five yards. So Panthers are going to have good field position if they if they even – they have a chance at fielding this thing, even if it's a fair catch. High. They're going to let it 
going to let it bounce, it's going to take a Washburn bounce inside the 40, which is probably pretty smart to do. And, and Kevin, I don't know whether you noticed, but on that punt, Panthers again had a couple of guys in position, but they just didn't go after the punter. Which, you know. I, again, and I think you knew you were going to get good field position here. That punt was kicked between our two punters. It looked like a little bit of, you know, kind of like in baseball where, you know, the center field and the left fielder don't talk. It didn't look like anyone got over to get the football. Yeah, you but again, it could have been a, a designed, hey, guys, we don't want to get near it. Well, I, I know the, the, the guy. We had a couple guys in position to block that, that punt, but they just kind of stayed away from it. Trips near side, Panthers. They lead 27-14. Quick pass. And it, there's, I, I think the receiver that it was supposed to go to, somebody stepped in front and hit it, so it was incomplete. Well, we have very few routes in this system that we have guys that close in vicinity. So you know that it was a communication deal. And, and Derby, well, two ways. It went off our hands, almost went in the other guy's hands, but easily could have been picked off yeah, as well. Rose, uh, I think the ball was intended for Rose, but Nathaniel Keener stepped in there and, and hit it. Again, Zerger, nice hole. He gets laid out again by that Division One linebacker. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Doyle, this Washburn Rural team, blue collar's a good word for them because they, they use everything. They use leverage to their to their game plan. They, they hit you hard. They square up on you. They close very quickly because I thought Zerger was going to pick up 10, 12 yards on the play. Well, this is the second time that uh, Ty Weber has, uh, has hit him untouched. Nobody blocked him. He hit him full speed. And, uh, you know, he's 230 pounds. Yeah, it's amazing how good football players can do that sometimes. And he just he just wasn't blocked. And I was with you. I thought Zerger was going to pick up some yardage. Again, they pitch it back to Edwards. Cuts up, first down, outside, foot race, and he finally gets knocked out of bounds at about the 30. <laughs> and, you know, I think John and I both look always downfield to see if there's any penalty flags. But that was another one of those. It was just a wide pitch out. It was like, hey, it's in your face try and stop us. Dylan got outside, picked up huge yardage, and Washburn Rural was finally able to just push him out of bounds. Well, those are successful because the outside receivers are blocking and uh, not holding. They're just blocking, and those are, that's why those kind of runs are successful for Dylan. Got lots of help on the outside. First and 10, 29-yard line. Panthers lead 27-14, and they're threatening here in the third quarter. Zerger, just a straight keeper this time. He gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Yeah, Rural played that one very well. And well, This is that uh, time, you know, clock's running. Panthers have a nice 27-14 lead. And, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, Zerger may, may be down for a while here. That That's going to put the onus on uh, Braxton Clark, the junior. And uh, hopefully he'll come in and be cool. And not, you know, by that I mean, by that I mean not be nervous or anything because he he couldn't get up. Well, and you know, I, I saw Zerger. He went down. He was in a in a very precarious position when he went down, and you hate seeing that with any football player. But again, Brock Zerger, you know, he, he's a tough, tough kid. But I don't know. It doesn't look great. He just flipped his helmet off, and he's still down on his back. So you know, it does. It puts a lot of pressure on uh, Braxton Clark, but. Uh, Braxton's a junior, and, you know, he's one of those kids that, generally speaking, he's pretty cool-headed. Yeah, I, I, he'll be all right. It may take a series for him to get uh, acclimated, but he'll be all right. I mean, he's got to be. 
he's he's the next guy up. Uh, Coach Clark walked by and said a, a few words to his lineman, and you know, again, I, let's hope. But I, I Brock's been down a long time. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Well, I, I saw him try to get up, try to get up, but he just went right back down. He, so evidently, it might be maybe his knee or something. Uh, well, we we think earlier it was an ankle or a calf injury, but yeah, he was uh, stretched out pretty good that time. Well, uh, Clark's warming up on the sideline, so he's definitely going in. And uh, you know, I guess you know I, I've watched Braxton play this year, and I you know I know you've watched him more than I have. And it's not like he's ignorant of the offense. He knows this offense. He knows what it takes to make the offense run. So now it's him. I mean, well, yeah, it's, it's that next man up. And Doyle, what, what the what the good thing is, these kids again learn this system when they're when they're in third grade. They run the system, and you know this is uh, Coach Clark's son too. So you think he doesn't have that little bit of extra time to watch some game film and talk about this? And yeah, it's grow up time. It's grow up time in a hurry if you're Braxton. And again, I, again, I, I hate to say it, you never like to speculate, but. Uh, Brock Zerger's been down on the field a long time. Yeah, and, it, and, and I'm with you, Kevin. I think you mentioned his ankle. I, I think that's what they're looking at right now is his ankle. And, uh, you know, hopefully it's nothing serious. Again, like, like we always say, we don't want anybody hurt. We want everybody a clean, hard-fought ball game with no injuries. I, I know it's impossible in this game, but if if I could make it happen, I would that happen. You just don't have any injuries. Let these kids get out there and compete, and and compete without worry about injuries. Yeah, and it's uh, like I said. Generally speaking, you don't you don't like to see a a young man down as long as he's been down. Yeah. Again, he's. It looks like he's setting up now. Uh, I, I see somebody setting up, and I think it's Brock. He's setting up, so he's yeah, and they're starting to walk away from where he's at. So maybe he's about ready to get up. Now uh, we got an update. Mays now twenty-one, Hutch fourteen. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just like I said, judging by what's going on and players down there uh, with him, I, I don't know that it's uh, an injury that he's going to pop right back from. Well, I, I'm with you on that, bud. I am with you. He's so it, it looks like at least for the remaining uh, quarter and two minutes, it's going to be uh, it's going to be Braxton Clark's team, and uh, he's he's just going to have to step up. This is you well, know he's back on his feet, but he's going to have a lot of help getting off the field. Yep, he's going to have some help getting off the yeah, field. Yeah, I mean this is one of those deals that they've got a guy on each side of him. So you're 100 percent correct. It's uh, Braxton Clark's ball game here to. Uh, finish out I, I think uh, Braxton's going to be I mean they're going to pressure him they're going to do whatever it takes but I've had run the offense and and he's a he's a does a great job uh reading you know knowing when to hand off knowing when to keep it and and he throws the ball pretty good too well, so. doing this is a situation and I Coach Clark's telling him that is you don't have to do too much. You got a 27-14 point lead. Just be you. Go out, be an athlete, be you. That's right. That's exactly right. Just go out and be an athlete and do what athletes do. Pitch back to Edwards. Makes a guy miss at the line of scrimmage, and that's about as far as he goes. Well, and I think what you're going to have to see out of, out of right now is you're going to have to see 
Braxton be able to throw the football a little bit. You're going to have to see Braxton run that option. You're going to have to see him, you know, because if you're if you're Washburn Rural now, you're really keying on Dylan Edwards, and, and Braxton's got to do his thing. Well, he lost Dylan lost two yards on that play, and and yeah, they're they're going to be keying on Dylan Edwards. So Braxton Clark's got to be in there, and and he's going to have to he's going to have to run the football and throw the football. Clark's about a six three hundred and seventy pound junior. Straight up the middle, Edwards for fourth down. So I, I'm surprised. I, I am really surprised that we handed the ball off twice to Edwards because they are just absolutely keying on that young man. Well, and two, you know, it's one of those situations that maybe you're wanting to get the jitters out of Braxton a little bit, and you're going, "Hey, let's get out, let's get our feet wet, let's get going." But uh, we know Clark's capable. We know he's capable of throwing the football. He's got a good arm. Left-handed quarterback. Fourth down and 10. Back to pass on a rollout to the near side. Got a man open. 20. Going to be first down Panthers at the 15-yard line. <laughs> well, and again, as we said, that time Clark rolled out to his right side, put a lot of touch on the fault ball, found his receiver, first down Panthers, and more importantly, Doyle, the clock's at 101 left in the third quarter. That's got to give him some confidence. I mean, it's got to get, you know, first first throw, complete, first down, 15-yard line. Edwards gets to the outside, and he gets – we're going to ha- – I, I think we're going to have to do something besides hand the ball off to Edwards. Uh, and Dylan got up that time a little chippy, and he's still chippy. And, and really the, the – uh, Washburn Rural guy that tackled him. I mean, it's it a clean tackle. I don't know what was said or what was done at the bottom of it, but uh, but Edwards got up pretty chippy. Well, I, and, and again, here comes out an offensive lineman that maybe missed that block, and we put someone else in. Doyle, going back to the Zerger injury, there's a lot of guys around him on the training table, and you know, Coach Clark talked about it uh, to us midweek. Man, we've had a lot of injuries this year. Still a pitch back to Edwards. Makes a guy miss. Going to get inside the 10, down to about the 7. A little hesitation move by Dylan that they bought on, and he's able to, to, to get good yardage out of it. That that was the last play of the third quarter. Panthers lead this one 27-14. This is Panther football in a live 105 KDKQ, 105.9 FM. We'll be back. TenderCare offers unprecedented landscaping and outdoor living features, including cook centers, pools, and patios, as well as irrigation install and repair. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com, or you can reach them at 788-5416. TenderCare, located at 219 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Trips to the bank are now optional. At Fidelity Bank, we offer a wide range of options including next-level digital banking. Manage your money when and where you want, from traditional in-person service to a totally online experience. We stand ready to serve by giving you the tools to control your finances your way from anywhere. Together, we move bravely onward. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where this game is just getting much more interesting. The Panthers lead by 13 27 to 14, but the starting quarterback, uh, Brock Zerger, is out of the game. 
and it looks i'm not a doctor we're not doctors but it looks fairly serious over there on the training table so uh you know i i doubt we'll see him the rest of the night so the team is now on the shoulders of backup quarterback braxton clark and the panthers have it third down and four from the about the nine yard line but Doyle, you know, it's always next man up. That's what you got, and that's what you why well, you're ready. I mean, it's why you get reps in practice because you never know when your number is going to be called. It's been next man up for this Panther team all year. Clark, they pitched it back to Edwards, gets to the outside. Five first down anyway before he goes out of bounds. Well, again, I think he's got a first down. We're going to see where they spot the ball. I they're not going to give him a first down, Doyle. I think you're going to say he got out of bounds. But uh, you know what did Dylan do? He tries to make set it up. He was doing everything he could to see if uh, he could get uh, get them to bite, and he did. He picked up some yardage, but he must have got run out of bounds. Yeah, evidently, because he's still a yard short, and they had. I think they need four or five. So. Again, uh, well, you know, Doyle, you're set up for either a pass play or a Braxton Clark run. I mean, they're selling out hard on Dylan. You know, Braxton's capable of running the football here. No, we need a first down. We need a touchdown. We need to to get a little space between us and and uh, Washburn Rule. So here we go. Fourth down and about a yard, yard and a half. High snap. Edwards, they're not going to get it. They're going to get thrown for a loss. I, I, again, I'm. If those are the, I'm. They're just keying on the guy. I mean, there's five. Coach Clark is livid with one of his guys that I think he feels like didn't throw a block. One of his wide receivers, but you know, again, I I don't know. You, 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 you got to. At some point, you got to make them realize that, you know, even Hubbard, bring in the two-back offense and give them that. So instead, Washburn Rural does keep us out of the end zone. Now our defense has to just keep playing uh, stellar. stellar well, we, uh, we ran back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. Every play was to Dylan Edwards, and he lost yardage on all of them but two. So, you know, you, you're going to have to do different. We're going to – late flag. flag. Motion on, on the – Junior Blues, so that's going to move. I don't know whether to move it back five or two and a half. We'll see. It should be five because I think the ball's on. Was it, wasn't it on the ten, Doyle? Yeah, somewhere at ten or eleven. Yep, they're moving it back to about the six, where it's going to be first and fifteen from there. Well, Doyle, eleven forty-six left in the ball game. You trail twenty-seven fourteen. You got to think they got to start going to the air. <clears throat> Panthers just need to keep playing tough D. They give it all, back to pass. Got a man open and just overthrown. Overthrown. Again. Had pretty good coverage. Yeah. It was just overthrown. Our, our guy, I'm glad it was overthrown because our guy had his hands all over him. I, I was waiting for a late flag, but it never materialized, so it's going to be second. Oh, it looks like 15. Now, now Manhattan's up on Northwest 20 to 10, but it sounds like a, a good battle. They give it on a handoff straight ahead, gets back out close to the 15. So it's going to be third down and probably six or seven. Be nice if the Panthers force a punt here. KDKQLP Derby. Yeah, big, big fourth, our third down play here. Third and seven. Panthers lead 
I figure Dewey's is going to be in pass. Back to pass. A lot oh. of pressure. Then no, Close to nobody. Doyle that, again, when he gets pressure on him, and it wasn't just a throwaway. It was like we completely misread it. Yeah, we had a guy come Penalty in. Penalty flag untouched. is on the play. Uh, there is a flag. There is a flag in the I'll middle of the field. It'll either be a hold on them or it'll be against us. Uh, I don't know who the white cat's talking to. Downfield, so declined. Going to bring up fourth down. Gonna be I fourth like your down. I like your thought, though. I know you it's said going to be them or us. But one of the two teams is going to get a penalty, right? <laughs> well, you know, you, as long as I've done this, it's it's okay for me to have those thoughts. <laughs> hey, but again, Panther defense did their job. They did there. their jobs. Got to have to hurry, getting ourselves set. Yeah, we we're going to get good field position, and again, I think we need to open the offense and give give Braxton a little bit of a shot at this. High snap. High snap. High snap. Panthers are going to get a safety. Oh, he tried oh, no, to get right a fumble. That should be a fumble. Let's it's see what they call it. There's a flag down right at the play. And probably because you can't throw the ball out. like he did. So should be, I think it should be a I safety. Let's I didn't see. see any sign of a safety. We'll see what the white Maybe cap Maybe a touchback. That was exciting. Intentional it, grounding. Yes. Safety. The safety. It was in the end zone, so it resulted in safety. <laughs> hey, Doyle, we got back that point from the extra point. And, we an extra. and get one and get the ball back. Absolutely. And I'm getting excited. Yeah, silly, silly play. I mean, you know, in that situation. But, you know, I guess you didn't give up six. You know, we, we've been talking about this the whole game, about our guys getting back to the punter. And that's exactly what happened right there. It was a low snap, and by oh, the high time, snap, high snap, there high. It was a bad snap. Right. By the time he picked it, you know, our guys were all over him. He had nowhere to go, and uh, we got an intentional grounding call yeah. from the end zone. So that means a safety. And uh, but you know, again, I, 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 you know, you say silly call, but in his in his defense, he didn't give up six. No, he did you not. Know, so he could have. So maybe a real heads-up play by saying, hey, I'm going to get rid of this thing and, and take the safety. So, you know, if you're uh, Washburn Rural, uh, not how you wanted things to go there. Well, and, and I, I think from my perspective, I'd give the Washburn Rural kicker a little more respect than we're giving him because he's got a pretty good leg. A ball falls off the tee. And, and I don't and see any... I don't very, see very little wind, but yeah. if there is any, it has been out of the north all day. So big break for the Panthers. There's a high end over end. It's going to come down to, I believe, Edwards at about the 27. Shows some speed, gets to the outside, inside Washburn territory, out to about the 45. Flag uh, we've got a flag at about our 40. And, again, I don't care what position you're in. I do not get kicking the ball to Dylan Edwards because when you give him space and you start making guys, you know, one-on-one, whatever it is, he, he's going to perform. But I have a feeling this one's going to come back. Me too. And did you notice when Dylan caught the ball, it was almost like a like a cat stalking a mouse. You yep. know, he just walked, started real slow and then found him a little bit of an opening then turned on the Jets. Yeah, and I think here now the ball's back at about the Panther 31. And, you know, Braxton, uh, they're, they're going to have to involve him in the offense uh, here to some degree. Yes, they're going to have to. There's no doubt in my mind that he's going to have to start ending up with the football. He pitched it back. Edwards running, getting to the edge, 
going to be tackled at about the 35. So, he, again, he, just, he picked up four. And Well, the game he's playing right now is he gets the pitch and he hesitates. And I think he's trying to get him to, to bite, and then he, he just uses his speed to pick up yardage. Well, again, uh, that, that's about, what, six? Six plays. Well, since Zerger went out, the only one that's touched football is, is uh well, Clark threw Edwards. the one pass, but you're right. Running-wise, he's the only one. So we're, we're going to have to do something different. I don't know what that is, but clock stopped. Panthers lead 29-14 when Edwards went out of bounds. It's second and six. There's Braxton. And he gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that was just a straight that was just a straight run. I, I again, uh, straight quarterback run. They just Washburn Rural played it very well, as they've really, for the most part, played the run very well tonight. Brings up third and long, and you got to again. Braxton's got a good arm. He's a left-handed quarterback. Going to be third and long. Third and about six for the Panthers. Again, they pitch it out to Edwards. Penalty, it's going to be against the Panthers. Edwards got out close, probably a first down, but it's going to be a 10-yarder on Derby. Yeah, you know it's out there where where the wide receivers are, and you figure it's going to be a hold. That's what I figure it's going to be is, is exactly that. So it'll probably be a 10-yard penalty from the line of scrimmage, unless they wave it off, which you don't hardly see that. Oh, I, yeah, I can't imagine. They could wave it off just because they were trying to be nice guys. <laughs> yeah, it was a first down. Yeah, we repeat third down, but yeah, unfortunately, it's uh, was marked off against the Panthers. Well, I'm thinking it's it was a five yard penalty. I don't know. I don't know what he called. He well, made, and here's the situation that you, you kind of look at Coach Clark and you go, okay, you, you, I think you take a chance. I think you throw the football downfield and trust your junior quarterback's arm. It's going to be third and long, back to pass. Oh, got a man wide open. The guy fell down, caught. It's going to be a touchdown, Panthers. <laughs> well, again, no touch, no flags on the play. Braxton Clark lobs one up, and we have a receiver run underneath it. Touchdown, Panthers. Well, and I'm also going to say on that pass play, Kevin, our guy had him beat by a step and a half, and the, as good as that ball, he didn't he didn't have to wait on the ball. He caught the ball in stride, so I don't imagine it would have mattered if the guy wouldn't have fell. So. Good pitch and catch. Now they, the all-important extra point. I think point. that was Trayvon Rose on the catch. And the extra point is good, so Panthers increased their lead to 36-14 to 14 with 9.30 to go. So just a little bit of breathing room for the Panthers here in the fourth quarter. And, again, I don't want to jinx anybody, but the Panther defense has lit them up in the second half. Well, Doyle, you go back to that touchdown pass, and what's Clark do? He drops his shoulder down and shows, you know, they all of a sudden go, oh, gosh, is he going to is he gonna run a, uh, up the middle now and, and, and do something? Clark very calmly throws the ball, finds Trayvon Rose for six. So Panthers will be kicking off. Well, we got some time. Our game night sponsors, Derby 
Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, John Mendoza Photography, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, Fisher Media, El Magai Mexican Restaurant, and Derby Overhead. Be sure to tell these companies and, and businesses you heard their ad on Panther Football on Friday night. How big was that touchdown? It kind of puts things really in the Panthers' favor at this point. I mean, it makes the lead 36-14. to 14, and Defense just has to come out and, and make a couple stops. And the ball's out of bounds, so Jessup kicked, kicked it out of bounds, so they're going to get it on the 35. Yeah, not, not uh, I'm sure, what Coach uh, – Drew up there and kicked the ball out of bounds. Looks like Manhattan starting to open things up on Wichita Northwest. Now twenty-seven to ten. Well, you know that I, I figured Northwest would play them better defensively than they did last time, but I didn't think they could. I didn't think that Northwest could play. <laughs> Their offense was good enough to score a lot on Manhattan's defense. First and ten, Panthers from the thirty-five after the out of bounds kickoff. Back to pass goes Deweese. Pressure. Now he comes up in a lane, finds a bit of running room, a lot of running room. He gets out into Panther territory, picked up uh, about 15, 16 yards on first down. Well, Doyle looked like we had a Panther in place to make the tackle, and he just kind of slipped on the turf, or that may have been a no gainer, but instead it's a, a big first down for Washburn Rural. And it stopped the clock. That's what they need to keep the clock stopped. They need time. Back to pass, rolling to the far side. And it's going to be out of bounds, so that'll stop the clock with 9.25 left. You know, again, I, I just feel like the Panthers have played this pass game of Washburn Rural very well tonight. That was a concern of Coach Wietrich coming into the ball game was them throwing the football. DeWeese is the quarterback. Adams is the tailback in the backfield with him. Back to pass. Panthers show blitz. Now he pulls it down. Panthers got him. Just not quite a sack. He might have got back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Deweese did a great job that time on not taking a sack. He did the old, uh, you know, the pocket sometimes, and he, he was flushed out of it. Panthers did a good job catching him from behind. Yeah, this is four down territory regardless. It's third down and ten. Back to pass. Panthers blitz. And a man in the flat. Going to be three or four yards short of a first down. We'll call it three. So it's going to be fourth down. Oh, it looks like a Donnybrook uh, in Mays. Mays 21, Hutch 14. That's in the fourth quarter. Fourth down and three. Panthers showing pressure. Showing maybe a blitz. Back to pass. Again, DeWeese pulls it down. I don't know that he got it. They're marking it short. Yeah, they're marking it short, and so Panthers should stop them there. So what a momentum this Panther defense has given this Panther team. Yeah, it's uh, going to be first, first and 10 from the 39. They needed to get to the 38 for a first down. The Panthers hit him just short. and uh, So, yeah, I'm with you. The defense has just played probably lights out here in the second half you know what Doyle most of the game other than the one run where they started just getting momentum and building on the run we've made the adjustments the defense has done a fantastic job 
First and ten Panthers again in the backfield is uh, Clark and Hubbard. Hubbard looks like he's in the backfield now. He run hard, but he didn't get back to the line of scrimmage. We're, we're, they're just they're just keying on our tailback, and we've got to do something to take the pressure off of that. Well, Doyle, I don't think anything's wrong wrong with Dylan Edwards right now. I think you're you're playing it smart. You you obviously have lost your starting quarterback for the evening, and let's hope no no longer. But I look down there; it almost looks like they've put some kind of contraption on his uh, on his lower extremity. Second, he lost two on first down. Again, clock continues to run, and clock is very much in the favor of the Panthers. Panthers need to get the playoff. There, they got it off. Going the wrong way, and miscommunication by the quarterback and the tailback, so that's going to cost the Panthers several yards. It's now going to be third down and about, oh, I'm going to guess, Twenty. Well, and you're going to expect to see some of that. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know. You're going to see some of that. You don't see Hubbard does not typically play with Clark. He's a junior. He does not play JV where Braxton did all season. So a little bit of timing, a little bit of difference. And, yes, you see it in practice. But, Doyle, you know as well as I do, practice and game situations are totally different. Panthers Panthers are going to get another five if they don't hurry and get this playoff. Uh, yeah, Braxton's going to have to hurry here. He don't have time to look there. Just did get the playoff. Clark oh, goes straight nice. up the middle. Had a guy miss. And he's <laughs> going to get out of bounds. going to be fourth down, but still a nice run by Braxton Clark. The only bad thing about the run is he stopped the clock. Yeah, he did a great job running the ball and making the right cut. He picked up a lot of that extra yardage, but you're exactly right. The junior will have to figure out that, you know, you don't, you don't run out of bounds on that play. You want to keep a clock running. Coach Clark's making the right call here, Doyle. It's uh, any other time you, you think Clark might go for it, but the, the smart thing to do here is punt the football away. Absolutely. Cooper is in to punt. He's standing on about his 28. Panthers lead 36-14 with just about 6.40 to go in the, in the ball game. And a pretty good punt. Oh, that'll be a penalty. Well, we just hit him early. He didn't. He didn't fair catch the ball, but we hit him. Just uh, you got to let the guy have the opportunity to catch the football. Absolutely, he did catch it, but uh, our guy just plowed him before he even. So that'll be probably fifteen more yards. Uh, so it'll put the ball out past the forty, I'm sure. Yep, that's 15, another 15-yard penalty. That's called catch-kick interference. And, yeah. uh, again, that, that's one of those, you know, as a coach, you don't get blown away by that. That is one of those aggressive penalties. And, you know, a second later, you make a great play. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, first and 10 from the 42. Back to pass again goes DeWeese. Panthers aren't rushing too many, nah, they but got they him. sacked him. They evidently they they kept eight back because they only rushed three guys, and uh, the guys have evidently eventually got to him to make it second and thirteen. Yeah, he just sat in the pocket too long, and I think that surprised him because Panthers had all his receivers covered, but that. Uh, 
Dewey's just a junior. As we said, this is a very young Washburn Rural team. And he's going back to pass after rolling out. Panthers, oh, man, they just about got him. That could be intentional grounding. Yeah, he got clear to the sideline. Panthers were breathing down his neck. I think Saw May had him, and he just chucked the ball out of bounds. Again, you can do that, but it does look weird when you're when you're right by the sideline and you just chuck it, but hadsy play by Dewey's. It was a, it was a good play by Dewey's. Still third down and 12 or 13. Again, credit this Panther defense. They have literally shut out Washburn Rural. 36-14 is your score. Back to pass, straight back. Again, he's running for his life. Got a man in the flat, caught first down. Good catch. You got to give him credit. That was a good catch, sliding catch. Yeah, very good catch. And we just let one of their uh, receivers, uh, we kind of forgot about him, left him out there. Dewey's had presence of mind to hit him. First and 10 now from the Panther 44. Back to pass. He's trying to find somebody. Now the Panthers, we're going to pick one of those little <laughs> throws off like that here pretty soon. He just kind of threw it up in the air. Uh, Same was putting the pressure on him. Yeah, Same was putting it all over on him. And I think, you know, you teach your quarterbacks, and it was the right thing to do. He threw it out of bounds, but you teach them, if you're going to throw it out of bounds, make no doubt about it. Throw it into the stands if you have to. That one was lazy, and, and again, he's lucky it didn't uh, get picked off. Second and 10. Now they hand it off. Gets hit hard. Right about the line of scrimmage and falls forward for a yard or two, does Adams. So good play by the Panthers, expecting pass, but shut off that run. Well, that was just kind of a made run. I, the running back was back there. Dewey showed like he was going to pass and did his version of the Statue of Liberty. Derby had nothing to do with it. Back to pass. Throwing it up in the air. Got a man out there. Out of bounds. Should be. Oh, they're going to give him a catch. Oh, my gosh. I find that one hard to believe. It looked like it was out of bounds. But, again, we don't have the luxury of instant replay. Well, the official called it inbounds. It's inside the 15. We had a guy there. But, again, that receiver was five inches taller than our guy. So, again, they hand it off. We get inside the 10. That Manhattan score gets even more interesting now. Manhattan 27, Wichita Northwest 18. Second and two inside the 10 for Junior Blues. Back to pass. Touchdown. And again, they the guy just ran till somebody came open, and, and then he rifled the football <laughs> in for, for a catch and a touchdown. I think what you're seeing a little bit on that drive was a, a, a fatigued Panther defense. I mean, this young man runs all over the field, and our big defensive linemen started getting tired on that drive. Well, that's going to make it 36-20 with the extra point to follow. At least we suspect it'll be an extra point. Kick. And it's good. So with 439 left, they're trailed out by 16. And, you know, you just you play good defense and you play good defense. And then, you know, 
the kids, they made a couple, three just fantastic catches. That touchdown no, they did. was a good catch. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't like we didn't have anybody covering. Well, the play that looked to us like it was out of bounds, uh, you know, again, it was a nice pass. I mean, I thought he might have caught it out of bounds, but, uh, again, it was a well-thrown ball regardless of, of the of the situation. Now your Panthers, you go, okay, there's 439 left. you got to suspect Washburn Rule's going to try some kind of trickery on this kick. Well, I, I know uh, one pass play on that touchdown drive was a sliding catch, you know, good catch. That touchdown, the touchdown pass itself was he fitted in between a couple of Panther defenders and, you know, and rolled out. So his passes, and then the one that we thought might have been out of bounds. Uh, so his his passes were were good passes and good catches. And, and it's hard to defend. You can't defend a good catch. Well, I was just watching our Panther defenders. Our two deep guys were crawled way up in things, and they finally fallen back a little bit. And they're giving a lot of respect to the kicker. But you got to assume they're going to try some type onside kick, and they do. Panthers, Panthers recover. have it at midfield. At least I thought they did. Well, I think the Panthers were down, and it was just a late, you know, we, we, we it was obviously down, and then I think we got up, and you know what, Washburn Rural goes, hey, maybe I get a cheap one here, and they try and take off with it, but officials were on the spot. So Panthers have the ball right at midfield well, for Panther and, 49. And again, you know, the officials, uh, we heard this was a pretty good crew, and you know they've done a good job as as have the officials the last seven or eight games yeah i was told earlier in the week that someone knew the crew and they said hey it's a good crew and they won't flow throw flags unless they're obvious well they've had their share of flags tonight but <laughs> yeah, they had to been obvious and they're tough we know that the official got up after an injury oh my goodness hubbard well, was just nailed in the backfield i mean the doyle he barely got his hands on the football again we're given we're given we're not giving uh, Washburn Rule a reason to go after anybody but but the tailback, and that's exactly what they're doing. Now, you can counter that sometimes with just short little pass plays. I mean, there's lots of different options that you can do. Of course, Panthers want the clock to run. They've got a nice lead still. They want the clock to run. That was a loss of five. Back to pass. Screen. Just that's a little bit of a way. screen. That's going to be close to a first down. Probably it's into rural territory at about the 43. So it's going to be third. I'm going to guess third and about three. Yeah, Doyle, a little middle screen. And again, when you're trying to, you know, you got the big rush going on. You got guys blitzing. Those are the kind of plays you, you, you do. And Panthers do a good job. I think Washburn Rural just called a timeout. And why not? You know, they had three of them. And you got to, uh, you can't take them with you. And we're in that part of the season with 3.33 left that, uh, you know, if you don't pull this thing out, you're checking it in tomorrow. Well, and and they took the – Panthers have two timeouts, so maybe Derby called the time. I didn't see the white hat uh, signal who took the timeout, but I'm assuming just based on looking at the scoreboard that it was Derby that took the timeout. Yeah, we're looking up at a, a drone hanging over the stadium tonight. Uh, you oh, know, I see that. <laughs> why not? You know, it's uh, it's just an exciting time here at the stadium. And you know what? Clark very well may have called that timeout, and there's probably people that go, man, you call a timeout, and you, you know, you got the – well, you know what? You also are third and short. You got your uh, a new quarterback in the ball game. You got a new running back in the ball game. And, uh, 
you gotta you gotta be smart. You go, guys, a first down, probably. Yeah, it could it could make it pretty hard for for Washburn Rule. There's still two scores behind. Again, we got to uh, assume nothing really wrong with Dylan Edwards. Just there's no no reason to take a chance on getting him injured. Third, short, nope. Caught first down inside the 35. Yeah, it for a first down, a good. We still, Kevin, we still had two receivers within three or four yards of each well, other. Yeah, we also had a little confusion with our our running back again. So things that you got to kind of work on. It looked like it was Keener and Rudy. I think Rudy caught the football, but again, Keener and Rudy were right there close together. Well, I'm told now that Manhattan's closed it out on Northwest. They won 27 to 18. So if we can hang on here, that uh, means Panthers will be on the road heading to Manhattan for the uh, state semifinals. First and 10 Panthers from the 35. Again, Hubbard. And he gets Baby back to the line of scrimmage. I think you'll see a timeout Washburn now. Uh, it's got to be Washburn. Surely the Panthers aren't calling him. <laughs> yeah, he's signaling Washburn. So 309 left, Panthers up by 15. Yeah, but, and you, you got to keep fighting. I mean, you're, you're down 36-21, but, you know, weird things happen in this game. And, you know, I, I just always think back to Bannon Salina several years ago and we were trailing big and, you know, the fans were going ballistic against us and everything looked sour. And next thing you knew, Derby had hung about 35 points on them. So, you know, you, as a coach and players, you give your chant, team a chance to, to pull out the miracle. Yeah, and that was a miracle that night. That's that's for sure. I, I remember it as well. And uh, uh, Panthers come back for, I don't know, four scores down in the second half, and, and uh, they won the ball game. So, yeah, you're, you're right. You're never out of it, you know. What do they say? The, it's not over till the fat lady sings or something like that? Is that what, you know? Yeah, exactly. Something like that. And... Uh, so you you know you got to give your kids you got to give your kids the best chance you can for them to win. So smart timeout, 3:14 left. Second down and 10 for the Panthers. Again Hubbard, he's going to lose two. So it's going to be a timeout now for again for Washburn Rule. It's going to be third down now and about 11 well, no, I'm not sure when we look at the timeouts that, that, that they've taken any off of either team. So we're, we're not really certain whether Washburn Rural has any timeouts left or if they we, – we don't know at this point because um, we're trying to watch the clock operate. We know Washburn Rural's taken two for sure here. And, again, if you're, if you're Coach Clark, 308 left, you know – they have none left. Yeah. Okay, now they've changed it, and that's what we kept thinking was that that probably was who took that timeout. So no timeouts left, third down. I, I, again, let's see where Coach Clark goes with this, see if Coach Clark says, hey, let's run this play. They can't stop it. We can run fourth play, take it all the way down. If we have to, we can you know, punt, we can do whatever. But I think Coach Clark's sneaky enough. You may see a pass play here, Dewell. Yeah, and, and not only that, we don't need to get the first down. I mean, we're down in four-down territory. Uh, we just need to get some of it back and, uh, you know, maybe from there go for it on fourth down. And, and, you know, if we get a first down, it's game over then. I don't know how sneaky you get here. I see Clark talking to one of his wide receivers and 
Braxton, the quarterback, uh, as they broke the huddle. Well, there, there's an empty backfield. Now we see motion. And, and we tried. it was a reverse. Uh, yeah, we tried that uh, reverse play. We went to the well maybe one too many times, and uh, Washburn Rural sniffed it out, and it's, it's a big loss. So fourth down, again, you got to assume with, uh, you know, that – by the time this is done, we should be down to just about 210 and see if the Panthers call a timeout or they'd elect to take the penalty and then maybe punt the football. Well, I, I felt like they were going to run that reverse play when I saw them set up. And uh thought, boy, here it comes. And uh, it didn't fool anybody in, in a, a blue helmet, that's for sure. I think you're going to see Panthers probably call a timeout here right uh, right before they have to take the penalty. We'll see. And Clark did. He called a timeout. So there's 2.17 left to go in the game. It's a 15-point lead for Derby. Uh, we've had a, the number two quarterback in the game virtually the whole fourth quarter, and, and I don't remember when in the in the third quarter that uh, Zerger went down. Yeah, we're, we are going to punt, Doyle. The uh, offense is already that's, that's a smart thing to yeah. do, punt, get it, try to pin them back, and uh, – uh, give them a long field to go, go to, and uh, you know I can see just just based on what we're looking at right now, uh, offensively the Panthers will have some work to do during practice this this week. Yeah, you you, you call a little bit different ball game again. We you know we scored a touchdown with uh, with uh, Braxton in. Uh, he, but you call a little bit different ball game when you're up big and you you got to go. Hey, we don't need to get too risky tonight. Cooper, back to punt, standing on his own 43-yard line. Low snap, but he handled it okay. Got the punt off. Going to be taking fair catch at about the nine-yard line. <laughs> you know, I don't know in those situations you're whether you go, okay, let's take the ball to the nine, and you're taking that chance that it's going to roll in the end zone and you get it at the 20. I, I just, you know, there's there's not a lot of difference there. They marked it. They marked it up on the ten-yard line. So ninety yards to go for uh, Washburn Rule. No timeouts, and I'm sure the Panthers are going to play a little bit of a what they call a prevent. One of my most unfavorite defenses on the planet. Back to pass. They got a man out in the picked play. Off. Picked off. I was just going to say that we had a lot of pressure on Deweese again, and he's out there looking and looking, and, you know, we said that all night. We figured we were going to get one sooner or later. Well, that should have shut the door on this football game for tonight. Yeah, it, it, it's a good win for the kids. The defense has played really very well in the second half. And, uh, you know, it again, we go back to the touchdown that uh, uh, Rule scored, and it was just Three passes, basically, and they were great catches, each one of them. And so now the Panthers, with two minutes left, they have the ball on the, <clears throat> looks like, 11-yard line. Yeah, you ought to be able to stay very conservative, maybe even go to victory formation. There's not that can be done right now if you're uh, Washburn Rural. They pitch it back to Hubbard. He just races to the edge, 
He's out of bounds at uh, about the seven-yard line, so he picked up three or four. He ran a long ways for three or four yards. But, uh, again, you got to teach these kids, Ben, you got to try and stay in bounds. And it's okay if you're, you know, if you're running like that, but you want to you wanna stay down. You want to uh, keep that clock running. But, again, Hubbard just thing. It's on the eight-yard line right now. And it's second down and goal. Well, no, second down. You can get a first down if you make it to the two without getting a touchdown. Yeah, if you you stayed in bounds there, you eat up a lot of clock. Panthers need to get this playoff. And they did, just barely. They give it to Hubbard again. He didn't get back to the line of scrimmage, so it's going to be third down. Yeah, we can snap this football with about a minute ten left. So, uh, and third down, so you got to figure, you know, you're going to get that other. Uh, you ought to be able to really come close to running this ball game out. You'd like to get the first down, and but you're given uh, either way you look at it, Washburn Rolls got a lot of field to work with and uh, a uh, two score deficit. Yeah, Hubbard lost three on that one, so it's going to be third down and nine. Uh, really, uh, and, and again, uh, since. Since Zerger went out, Washburn Rule's just been crashing our running back. Clark going to get down right around the five-yard line. Still going to be fourth down, however, and the clock should remain moving. I don't know why it stopped, because I'm sure we didn't call timeout. No, they're they're winding it. I don't know what they were actually. I don't know why the clock stopped, but it stopped for several seconds. <laughs> yeah, so, no, we're not quite sure why the clock stopped. But, so it's uh, going to be fourth down and about three, maybe four for a first down. They don't have to score a touchdown. 18 seconds on the play clock. Panthers are going to advance on to the finals of the Western bracket, the semifinals of the 6A state tournament, if you want, if you will. Do a quick update. Mays has beat Hutch 21-14. to Hubbard bounces outside. Stay in bounds. And he's going to stay in bounds, and I believe he might have got the first down. So that's going to end the ball game. Panthers are going to advance on next week to play at Manhattan. Yeah, either way, it's uh, 16 seconds left in the ball game, and if he did get the first, which we think he did, yeah, that uh, would result in Panthers not, and he did. They won't even have to uh, run another play. They won't have to run another play. It's going to be a Panther victory. They're going to go to nine and two on the and uh, again it's going to be one whale of a ball game next week in Manhattan well and again the, the, the big storyline tonight if you're the Panthers is Brock Zerger going down in the third quarter and you know I look over he's still on the uh, training table and looks like uh, possibly they've uh, put uh, some uh, some type of splint on so we're expecting we think it's some kind of an ankle injury but you know uh the, you know, the young junior came in and did a pretty good job in his place. Yeah, we won't. Uh, there, there's no doubt that we will not see Brock Zerger next week. It, it's going to be, looks like Braxton's, Braxton Clark's team, and uh, they're going to have to devise some offensive scheme that will favor him, you know, because it's his team now. 
You know, I saw a little bit of a, you know, something going on right after the game with some of the Derby players, and you know, I, I, I could, I, you know, it's like I said, you don't want to see any of that kind of stuff, and you know, more more than anything, you you you're, you get to move on, and you don't need somebody getting themselves in trouble where maybe they can't play next week. Yeah, it it's yeah, it's it's the game's over now. Let's 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 take our win, uh, get in the locker room, and. Uh, uh, see how, what we got to do to beat Manhattan next week because it'll it'll be Manhattan and uh, uh, again uh, I'm not surprised that it's Manhattan but yeah it looks like they had a pretty good game with Northwest uh, Mays and Hutch must have been a really good ball game but Doyle as we said you get to this part of the season you, you expect that but what a, what a testament for the Panthers. You know, year in and year out, and everyone in the world expects you to win a state championship every year, and that's not reality. And as much as you'd like to say it's not, but, you know, we need to look back and see how long it's been. I mean, the Panthers being in at least the state semifinals, and it's been years and years. It's it's been years and years. uh, I'm looking forward to the game next week. Uh, I, I think the Panthers will be ready to play, and, of course, Manhattan will be ready to play, and this this is for the ticket to the big game. Uh, you win next week and you go play on what Saturday after Thanksgiving. So, you know, Panthers eke this one out. Uh, I want to say eke it out. It's thirty six twenty one. But uh, again, they had a good defensive effort in the second half, and uh, uh, you know they, their quarterback went down in the third quarter. So, you know that that's going to be something they're going to have to to work on next week. This is Panther Football on Live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM. Your exclusive home for Panther Football on radio. We'll be back. This is Mark Winston, station manager for KDKQ Alive 105. Are you a business owner? Are you looking for a new way to promote your product or service? Why not try the effective promotion power of radio? Christian Radio has some of the most loyal listeners, and they like to support area businesses that advertise on Christian Radio. Alive 105 is 100% local community radio with a positive message. We're here to support local business to help get the word out about your product and services. If you'd like to learn more about advertising on Alive 105 and about our underwriting opportunities for as low as $1.05 a day, ask for Mark at 681-1112. That's 681-1112. We look forward to hearing from you. Positively uplifting. Alive 105. Weekends are special, and we fill them up with your favorite music. Hey, it's Shawn Michaels. Hey, everybody, this is Andy Chrisman. Join me this weekend for worship. Hey, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. Streets of Gold is the program we're playing Christian music classics from the 70s and the 80s and even a little bit in the early 90s. I'm your host, Larry Wayne. This is Movement Radio with Transform. Hey, I'm Josh Ashton, host of the Weekend 22. 
Music that's good for you. Alive 105. In need of some weekly inspiration? Join New Spring Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. on Alive 105 for encouraging worship and a message from God's Word that will equip you for the week ahead. If you want to know what New Spring Church is about, we eat, sleep, drink, breathe, life change. We want people's lives to change. If people's lives aren't changing, there's no reason for us to exist. Learn more about New Spring Church in Wichita at newspring.org. The classics from the 70s and 80s. Michael W. Smith. Leslie Phillips. Streets of Gold. Streets of Gold. Sunday evenings at 5 on Alive 105. I'm Shawn Michaels, your host every weekend for two hours of classic Christian hits. Each week, we'll relive the biggest and most familiar classics from contemporary Christian music's era of rapid growth. Christian Music Rewind also gets listeners behind the scenes with plenty of artist interviews. Plus, your classic requests are always welcome at 2623Rewind. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. Hey everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this weekend for worship as I play your favorite worship music by today's Christian artists. We're going to sing, lift our voices to God, read His Word. It's going to be an awesome time that you don't want to miss. It's all this weekend on Worship. Worship with Andy Christman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. Looking for a program that features Christian music classics of the 70s and 80s? Little country church on the edge of I listen to the trumpet of Jesus. Seek no more. Streets of Gold is the program. Join us this week for those Christian music oldies with artists like Keith Green, Petra, Second Chapter of Acts. Well, you get the idea. Many more right here. Streets of Gold, Sunday evenings at 5 on Alive 105. I'm Shawn Michaels, your host every weekend for two hours of classic Christian hits. Each week, we'll relive the biggest and most familiar classics from contemporary Christian music's era of rapid growth. Christian Music Rewind also gets listeners behind the scenes with plenty of artist interviews. Plus, your classic requests are always welcome at 2623Rewind. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. We're back. It's uh, 3621. Panthers over the uh, Washburn Rule Junior Blues, and we will be playing Manhattan for the right to go to the state tournament the following week, next Friday, at Manhattan. 
Well, Doyle, just a great win for the Panthers. Anytime you can win in, in uh, quarterfinals and move on to semifinals, it's a great night. little somber on the field. Brock Zerger, our senior quarterback, out on the cart to, to the trophy ceremony and all that. So things not looking good for there. But you know what it is? It's always next man up, and Braxton Clark's going to have to be the guy that steps up now and takes these guys uh, to the show. So, you know, again, Horrible, horrible injury for uh, Brock Zerger, but uh, I guarantee you he's also a gamer and he's going to do everything he can to get Braxton ready. Doyle, let's go ahead. Uh, for the Panthers tonight, 31 first downs. Washburn Royals just 17. Rushing game maybe a little uncharacteristic for the Panthers. 60 attempts on the ground, 273 yards. Washburn Whirl, 31 for 137. Doyle, again, that average yards per rush fell from around 10 yards per carry to 4.6 tonight. Well, I'm not surprised. Washburn Rural, especially when our quarterback, our starting quarterback went down, uh, uh, they weren't giving up anything to anybody. Yeah, passes, Panthers were 9 for 14 for 209 yards, so not a bad night. Washburn Rural, 9 for 27 with one uh, interception for 130 yards. So, again, Panthers did a pretty good job guarding the pass. Yeah, you know, they did. Total total plays are in yards for tonight. I don't think you can be real unhappy with it. Panthers, 75 touches, 472 yards. Washburn Rural, 60 touches. A good Panther defense, just 275 yards. Yeah, absolutely, especially the second half. Panthers in the second half came out and played some wild defense. Yeah, Manhattan's or uh, Washburn Rules scored a touchdown, but it was all three big pass plays with excellent throws and excellent catches by Washburn Rule. Now, third down conversions. conversions uh, Panthers 9 for 20. Washburn Rural 6 for 14. Fourth down conversions. There's Panthers 4 for 4. Washburn Rural 2 for 4. Sacks. Again, Panthers had 1 for minus 8. Washburn Rural had 2 sacks for 17 yards tonight. Individual stats. Braxton Clark coming in for the injured. Brock Zerger 4 for 4 throwing the ball for 102 yards. Brock Zerger 5 for 10 for 97. So again, pretty good night throwing the football for the Panthers. On the receiving end, Nathan Keener had three catches for 115 yards. Talon Neal, two catches for 37. Trayvon Rose, two for 33. And Derek Hubbard, one for 10. In the rushing department, you know, when you say Dylan Edwards didn't have his usual night, it's hard to complain. 27 attempts, 169 yards. Brock Zerger, 19 attempts on the ground for 91. Clark, three attempts on the ground for 18. And Derek Hubbard, six attempts on the ground for negative five. Again, through thrown back for a couple of uh, losses. Again, Panthers, 472 total yards of offense tonight. Washburn Rural, 275. Again, the stat we all care about the most is Panthers are going to the state semifinals with the 36-21 to 21 victory. It's a hard-fought victory, Kevin. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't easy for the Panthers, uh, uh, but, you know, it, like, like you said through the whole broadcast, when you get to this deep into the playoffs, nothing is easy. you got to earn it, and the Panthers earned it tonight. Well, Doyle, again, before we go to break, you know, everybody's still on the field here. It's cold tonight, but if you're Washburn Rural, these kids are checking it in tomorrow. So these seniors, it's their last game. And for the Panther seniors, it's their last game at home. So it's a little bit uh, of, a, of a sentimental trip. It, it sure is for both teams, for absolutely for both teams. Anyway, Panthers pull this one out. They move to 9-2. and two. 
Uh, 36-21 over Washburn Rule. This has been Panther Football on a live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM. Thanks for listening.